Oh, dear. Well, if you're wondering how many unique ways there are to introduce a, a new episode of a podcast, there's six because I got nothing here for episode seven. Well, welcome back to Oh Dear Everybody. I am Ted Emmett, joined again by the man whose face could make an onion cry. I'm back to being mean, by the way. Dustin Moore, how are you? Oh, ouch. <laughs> it's pent up. I'm sorry. I am uh, I'm awesome. You know, coming off a couple weeks ago, I was a little bit of a baby with my man cold and my daughter being sick. I was a little tired. I'm doing great. It's uh, It seems like it's patio season here in Red Deer with the weather we've been getting. And, and uh, that's a week closer to golf season for me. And, and uh, things are looking up. So I'm excited to be recording on another Friday and have some beers with you guys. To be fair, though, you are the first parent to ever have a sick kid and the first person to ever be tired doing anything. So we, we cut you some slack on that one. And uh, you got to cut me some slack because I didn't even mention off the top. I'm slipping already. Welcome to Oh Dear, presented by Bo's Bar and Stage, our, our good friends at Bo's. Uh, sorry for missing that mention. And you know what? Going over to, uh, hey, he's Red Deer's newest small business owner and maybe Red Deer's smallest new business owner, Kevin Walsh. How are you? Oh, real original, Ted. I thought it was. It took me a long time to write that. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> no, you're really setting the tone for the episode here. No, I'm, I'm good. Uh, we got the new store open, so we'll talk about that later. But uh, it's been a busy week. So like Dustin, I'm I'm happy to be relaxing with my friends and drinking a beer and, and ready to have a good time. And lastly, of course, the man who needs no introduction. Ryan Lund. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for that, Ted. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. And thanks for asking too, by the way. Uh, I wasn't sick last week, so no change there. Still not sick. Still don't have a new business, so no change there. Looking forward to the snow melting, jumping in puddles, and uh, just looking forward to a great March. And of course, this episode of Oh Dear is sponsored by our, our good friends at Doortender. Uh, so we, we've got a lot of in store with them this episode. We're going to interview one of the four owners, Troy Klaus, in a little bit as well. So thank you again to Doortender. They've already been huge supporters of ours, and now they're coming in too to sponsor this episode. So uh, a great interview there, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, one thing, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. By the time this episode comes out, it's going to be almost on the nose one year anniversary of of basically life as we know it. And we're trying to stay away from the C word as much as we can, but I think it's it's just pretty incredible in a lot of different ways to think about that it's already been a year. Time flies. Yeah, I I disagree a little bit, Lundy, with that. I, I think, you know, it's been a long year and you know, there's some exciting things on the horizon here with I think four vaccines approved in Canada and, and hopefully we get back to some normalcy so we can, you know, see our grandparents and well, not my grandparents, but our daughter's grandparents and my parents and friends and family and and start to get back to, you know, life as we know it before COVID. So I disagree with you a little bit there, Lundy. Hey, and you're you're welcome to disagree. Yeah. I just know it to me it feels like yesterday we were um we were all watching uh like a hockey game or a basketball game and they were getting canceled because of some new weird disease that was funneling around. We didn't know what the future held for us and how serious it was gonna be and what that what it meant for our future. So I think everyone now understands where things are at. There's a lot to be optimistic about with all the vaccines and hopefully we can return to normalcy sooner rather than later, especially with the announcement of the, the fourth vaccine approved in Canada. And that was that was the start of our two week quarantine too. Again, just uh, just a little thought to open the show on a high note, uh, but but crazy to think. And yeah, on onwards and upwards, and I think moves in perfectly to the glad game. All right. The glad game is brought to you by Beyond Insurance. Insurance. So boring, right? Let's talk about it. You need it. You're not sure why or what you have insured. 
or for how much. Maybe you're using your dad's old insurance guy, or maybe you don't even know your broker. Well, Beyond Insurance is here to change that. They're locally owned, accessible both online and in person, and they make insurance simple. From commercial insurance to home and auto, Beyond has you covered. More importantly, they partner with you to help you understand and manage your risks now and as your assets grow. Find them on social media or online at beyondinsurance.ca. Now, Lund, you get you get the first critique of, of that just based on uh, the Walsh was... was didn't mince any words with your ad read. And yeah. I, I got to say though, one take, Lund, you were the benefit of my editing last time. One take Walsh right there, I will say. So. I mean, I thought I brought a lot more emotion to it. Uh, Walsh, Walsh did pretty good reading the words. I mean, anybody can read Kevin, well, but I thought I thought he did a pretty good job. It was like a, a robot who is halfway to learning human emotion, I yeah. thought. Yeah, you're only half robotic. I thought Kev nailed it. He he asked for the longer ad read this time and he, he brought it, Lundy. I, I do have to say one thing that I had a couple friends reach out and ask if I'd actually save some money with Matt. And and I got to say on the podcast, it's true. He saved me some money and I know he saved Ted some money. So uh, it's uh, an easy way to send an email to Matt or Andy at uh, Beyond. And I I think they do have a couple more employees that take care of insurance and it's just an email and, you know, maybe they can, maybe they can't, but uh, it's good to to get in touch with them. One thing I want to talk about with those, with Matt and Andy as well is, huge, huge parts of the community. And they do a lot of, lot of different things. And I thought about them the other day because almost a year ago now, they they held that secret 3K in Red Deer, uh, a fundraiser. And I went in a, with a couple friends and did it again, just uh, virtually. And I know they did too. So it's too bad for them that, that they weren't able to put that on this year. And hopefully they can next year. I think I saw on social media as well, they just celebrated their fourth birthday. So uh, happy birthday to beyond. Hey, Lundy, do you want to know my secret? Uh, yeah, sure. I actually read it beforehand. <laughs> oh, so you cheated. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got oh, okay. to say, well, for your first long ad read, nice and smooth. And, and hey, Lund, why, why don't you kick off the glad game tonight? I'll start with an easy one. I know, I think Walsh brought it up uh, either last, ep- yeah, I think it was last episode. The gentleman that was up for the NHL teacher award, I think his name was Jeremy Spink. Yeah, sounds like you did your homework on this one. Yeah. Well, I did. It's just been a little <laughs> while since I read the name, but Jeremy Spink ended up winning the actual awards. Last time we had our podcast, he was just nominated. So I guess good job, Red Deer, for for voting for him because he ended up taking home the prize. And I think his school gets gets some cash and it's, uh, some ten thousand to Red Deer Public Schools okay. for a technology upgrade. Because I actually did read the article nice. today. So <laughs> it it also wasn't me that brought that up last episode. So. <laughs> Well, thanks, Lundy, for doing your homework on that uh, on that one. Well, mine, you would think would be easy. My brother is cast on Big Brother Canada. You think that would be my glad game, but it's not today. I'm gonna we're we're gonna get into that a little bit later on in the podcast here. But my glad game's going out to my 96 year old grandma. Those who don't know me, I, my grandma's blind. She's been blind for like I want to say 30, 40 years now. And uh, she's been knitting dolls, these little small dolls for a number of years now. And she's approaching her 5,000th doll. And they use these dolls. She knits them. And then and uh, my auntie ends up sewing eyes and a nose and a mouth because she's blind. And they ship these off with medical supplies to Africa and countries over across the sea. So pretty amazing accomplishment for, for 96 and being blind for that long. And, and that's my 
my dad's mother and certainly something to be really glad about today. That's awesome that uh, I didn't, I knew she knitted them, but I didn't know that they got sent with medical supplies overseas. So that's pretty cool to know that there's thousands of these dolls and and guaranteed that there's a lot of young children overseas that, uh, you know, are going to bed with those at night to keep them comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I did forget to mention that the dolls are used to to give to kids and, you know, as little presents and, and they are used instead of the styrofoam chips that end up in our landfill. So pretty cool initiative. I don't know who started it exactly in Red Deer, but uh, she's been doing it for a number of years. And yeah, like I said, I think she talked to her tonight. She said she's uh, about 50 dolls away from 5,000. So crazy. Wow. All right. I am glad that I got to go to the gym today for the first time in oh, probably three months. Uh, I, I saw Mr. Lund's girlfriend there, but uh, I didn't see him. It was kind of weird. And you won't. Yeah, I was I was at I was at the other at the other gym. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it felt good to get back in there. I've been trying to do the at home workouts and it's gone okay, but uh, nothing compares to to getting in the gym and being around some other people and uh, a little difficult wearing your mask, but uh, I fought through it and I'm looking forward to Monday morning. So yeah, and, and just huge, just more businesses around town that can be open too. Mm-hmm. I think it's great and yeah, a big just mental health wise, big for a lot of people. I bet. So I guess it's me now to go and I'm gonna go a little softer today and dive into a little bit of a personal shout out because I found out recently that uh, in April, my dad is retiring, which I think is pretty awesome. And I know he's a a big listener of the show. And even though I'm honestly his fourth favorite host of this show, I'm not even making that up. But I want to give him a shout out because he, uh, and and not even out of necessity, but because he wanted to, I'm not going to age him, but worked longer than he probably needed to. So it's it's, uh, great to know that he's going to get to retire and relax and hang out with his grandkids. And you know, a guy who, again, I, I got everything I could have ever wanted growing up because of how hard he worked and, and he was always there. So uh, a pretty cool feeling and and man, he he sucks at golf, I'll be honest. So he's going to get some time to, to go out there and uh, yeah, it took a bit of a turn, but he's going to get lots of time now to golf. And my sister, the lawyer, got him a, a membership at Pritis in Calgary, a, a pretty nice golf course. And I'm giving him a shout out on the podcast. So dad, this shout out though is from both, both of us and so is the golf membership. So yeah, no, congrats dad and uh, looking forward to seeing him uh, enjoy retirement. Sounds like a well-deserved retirement. All right, so uh, another great addition of the Glad game there, a bit of a mixed bag, and we'll roll right into now Oh Beer. We're going to change up the order, so we have Troy Claus coming up from Doortender and the interview with him. So as always, we, we did our little beer feature. That is sponsored by Doortender. As always, you can check it out on YouTube. This time we're featuring Alley Cat from up in Edmonton, and same as always, just a little preview of what, what we're going to talk about. I was drinking the Main Squeeze Grapefruit Ale. It's made with uh, ruby red grapefruit. Uh, So if you love grapefruit, you'll love this beer. I guarantee it. They brew it with 42 kilograms of ruby red grapefruit juice. So highly recommend it. I've heard that's the exact right amount too. It is. It really is. I'm drinking the Fishbone New England IPA. Very easy drinking, some tropical notes, really no bitterness at all, even though it does have a high uh, IBU number. But if you're newer to the New England IPA game, this is definitely one to try because it's it's very smooth and easy drinking. And I'm drinking the Skona Gold Kolsch. First off, congrats to Alley Cat. Uh, just celebrated 25 years, I believe, last year. Uh, this beer specifically uh, won an award in 2015 as the best craft beer in Canada. So national recognition and and uh, as it says in the experience here, easy drinking, refreshing, and finishes crisp and dry. And I think they nailed that on the head. It's uh, it's one I've never tried before. And, and I am a fan of Kolsch's, but uh, this one specifically uh, leaves me wanting to buy a little more. Yeah, that one's 
one of my favorite beers ever. I really like this one. I've got the Buena Vista Brown Ale. Again, I, I'm gonna gonna take the the dark ale for everyone here. And should mention, yeah, we got the Alley Cat Variety Pack. So we got six different ones in in there from Door Tender. And yeah, this one is is really smooth. Again, uh, it's lightly carbonated. It's got a medium body, toffee and caramel with hints of coffee and roasted malt. And since this is a podcast, you can't tell if I figured that out on my own or or read it off the can. So if you tune into O Beer on YouTube, you'll also hear us talk a bit about the Apricot uh, Apricot Ale and the Full Moon Pale Ale as well. So make sure you check that out. Uh, thanks again to Doortender as always for uh, hooking us up with some great local beer and use the code ODEER if you haven't yet for $5 off. And I believe now too, if you haven't used Doortender at all, you can also use First 10 to get $10 off your first order. So make sure you guys are taking advantage of that. And so with that, we're going to move into our feature interview. And this one's pretty cool. A, a nice local flavor to this one. As I mentioned, it's Troy Kloss from Doortender. Uh, he's one of the four owners of it, four guys in Red Deer that just decided to, to start it up. And we're excited for this one because, again, they've been huge supporters of us from the get-go and pretty cool story behind it. So here we go. Well, joining us now is one of the the four original Oh Deer sponsors. Uh, it's Troy Klaus from Doortender. So Troy, welcome to the show. Uh, pretty excited to have you on here yeah thank you for having me on guys i, I appreciate it funny story is my mom's birthday today so happy birthday mom but uh, <laughs> happy birthday I, troy's mom <laughs> i told her i said mom we got to cut it short i gotta go i'm going on the oh dear podcast and obviously i had to explain what a podcast was at that point and then her next question was well, why do they want to talk to you so that was good, good <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I can answer that question right now because as I just said, Doortender was the original sponsor of Oh Deer right after episode one, which was amazing. And not only that, you know, it's a newer business in town. We've been we've been all over you guys since this started and a a really cool business. So I guess to start off, we'll just let you explain exactly what Doortender is and then how you and uh, you and your three friends kind of got it started. Doortender basically started a year ago with the, the simple idea of changing the way that people buy liquor. So for those of you who don't know, customers order off the Doortender platform, so off the app or doortender.ca, and products are delivered to you in 20 to 60 minutes, which is nothing groundbreaking. But what Doortender does differently is we don't charge a delivery fee and we price the same as the local liquor store. So nothing like this has really ever existed before. So we're very excited to, to bring that new value proposition to the market. So I guess building off that, Troy, you know, where did this idea come from? Was it sitting around a fire with a few drinks or, or was it something you guys had in mind for, for a long time and then you took the leap? Yeah, so it's uh, it was actually about this time exactly last year. We kind of had this idea, uh, began chatting about it with with a friend, and I think everyone can relate to you know you've had a couple of drinks and you're like, oh, we should make this app or we should start this business. I think everybody's done that or start this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or start this podcast. And then fortunately, and I say this lovingly, but I happen to be friends with a bunch of computer nerds. So we were able to kind of begin begin executing on it. So we were all working and just kind of talking about this business as COVID was building, building. And then COVID hit and all four of us were furloughed basically on the same day. So we took this day and we we're like, damn, this sucks. So we had a few beers that day. And then the very next day we jumped in and we started started building door tender. So it came up pretty pretty quick then probably a lot quicker than i than i would have imagined and i know probably covid has has helped helped with that too with with things going to delivery and i think what i learned uh, after partnering with you guys and getting to know you guys a bit more with Doortender too is that you guys are a liquor store. I think a lot of people think it's just another app where they order it, you guys go to a liquor store, get it and bring it. But, but that's why you don't can't charge the delivery fee, right? Is because you guys are, are holding all that stock in your own store. 
That's right. Yeah, we get, uh, you know, so many people are so confused by what we are and everyone's like, oh, this is Skip the Dishes or this is DoorDash. Like we already have that. So that's been a big challenge is like explaining to, to people. And this is how we create the value because pretty much everyone we explain it to is like, okay, so you don't charge a delivery fee and it's the same price. You must be a scam or something. What's, what's the catch? <laughs> so the difference is basically we are the liquor store, like you mentioned. We are also the Skip the Dishes and then we have our own logistics and courier network. So by doing all that, in-house, we save the costs and we're not paying to skip the dishes and we pass those savings on to the customer. So I promise you, it's not a scam. Nobody's getting ripped off. Uh, you're just getting a great deal. Yeah. Well, you got to say that, but we do, but we do believe you. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. COVID was a big part of it. It's not, it wasn't a COVID inspired thing, but you know, when COVID hit, we're like, people want delivery now. This is, we got to go and we got to start going. So from that day, we were laid off just 88 days later. We had built the app. We had got a liquor license. We had got uh, a loan, found a location, bought the inventory. And in 88 days later, we were ready to, ready to go because COVID just like it did everything, accelerated technology and advancements. So and now you've got, I'm sure like people's parents are using skip the dishes. They know how to online shop and do click and collect groceries. So it's really accelerated the, like the adoption of this type of service. Uh, so Troy, you guys have been open for a number of months now. And for you personally, what, what do you think has been the biggest surprise or, or what's the, the one big thing you've learned from, from starting this business from scratch? When we started, I was thinking like, as you can probably guess, like, oh, we're going to be delivering to a bunch of like drunk college kids at 10 p.m. that want lucky beer or something like that. <laughs> and totally, like, it has not been the case at all. It's totally different. So our customer and our demographic is not what we had expected at all. Our average customer is like 33, 34, and it skews female. So it's like, you know, millennials or people that are more uh, used to using technology. And it's like, kids are asleep. I can't take them to the grocery store. I don't want to haul them off. You know, it's just an added benefit. So Dustin, some of you guys can probably, you know, attest that, you know, it's not easy to haul the kids around and it helps them. Well, I think Dustin's your number one customer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's sure convenient. And, you know, I think another thing that we should mention, and maybe you can touch on this a bit too, is the referral program that you guys have set up with uh, once you're signed up. Um, you can you can let your friends know, email them a link and, and each of you receives $10 off an order as well. That's right. Yeah. So like when we launched, you know, we started laying, you know, all our, all our hard earned money to like marketing. So we're doing radio or doing door hangers and all this stuff. That's like, you know, traditional things you think of as marketing. The number one thing for us, and it's not even close is friends and family and people just telling people. And what we find is once you've tried door tender it and you like take that leap and, and do it a first time, they stick. We have a very sticky customer that, that continues to use us. So the refer a friend program, you get $10, your friend gets $10. It's great. So I'd encourage anybody to, you know, send it around, pass it around. That's what it's there for. Uh, Troy, when you mentioned friends, like we've had you know, a lot of our friends tell us that they've started using door tender, just like you said, they keep using it. And how have you seen the pickup grow over uh, since you guys have been open? It's been crazy. So when we launched, we, we had the four of us, we hired a bunch of drivers and we we're like, it's going to be nuts. We're going to open the doors and people are going to be ordering liquor and everything's going to change. Not really the case. So we sort of, you know, the first few months were slow and getting it going, but as times progressed, you know, words gotten out, it's been crazy. So now we've got like six or seven full-time drivers and staff. Christmas was huge, obviously, and people just, that's always a busy time for liquor. So it's been crazy. And I think tonight my phone's been going crazy. So tonight's like one of the busiest nights. It's starting to get warm. People are, you know, they're in the drinking mood now. So it's, it's good. It's picking up. 
Don't they know it's your mom's birthday? They gotta leave you alone. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's your mom calling you. <laughs> yeah. I think this piggybacks off some of these past questions. One of the businesses I'm involved with is all about online sales. And I've, I've had a crash course in uh, online marketing and digital marketing. And I'm just curious, uh, what do you see as working the best when it comes to uh, some of the actual online or digital marketing? Digital marketing is interesting. So friends and families want social media and like social media paid ads are number two. I'm sure maybe some of you have seen the door tender ads and it's a tricky game finding the right ads that resonate with people that, you know, people click and, and we'll check. We've had a bunch of the start and, you know, they weren't really landing. You can see all the metrics, but what we found like the best messaging was, was like explaining to people that we're local, you know, it says door tender is a local liquor store. And that's really resonated with people. And I think that's just been generally a huge push, like support local and all this stuff. Why why pay skip the dishes, go to your local restaurant. So that's a big thing. Google ads. We're fortunate that we kind of came to the top of Google pretty quickly for delivery. Like you Google liquor delivery, we go to the top, but uh, digital change. Spotify ads are we've launched now too. The world of marketing is definitely ever evolving. There's a lot out there for sure. Yeah. And Hey, you didn't mention podcasting, but I, <laughs> so, I guess that's probably bottom. No, no, no. So- <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because when when we launched this, I, I wasn't sure what podcasting was going to come up with, but we have a thing that a checkbox for podcasting and it's blown out what we had expected. So many people come up to me like, we saw you on Oh Dear. Yeah. Oh Dear. We had no idea you existed, but Oh Dear told us. So I mean, it was disappointing on one hand. I'm glad that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, disappointing depending on which of the five of us you ask. Yeah. <laughs> Got a, a lot of drinkers that listen to you guys. So that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you'd have to be, I think. And building on when you talk about the fact that you guys are local, can you talk a bit about the four of you? Because it's funny. This is this is the most you've talked to any of the four of us. You know, I know Brian. I've never met him. I haven't even talked to him on the phone. That's kind of the COVID time. We went from yeah. Instagram messaging to emails to texting. So can it tell us about the yourself a bit more, your Red Deer roots and, and the four of you guys? Yeah. So Red Deer born and raised for for all of us. We all went to school together. Uh, we all kind of grew up together, had similar interests. We kind of got jobs in different aspects of the business world. And then we just came together for this. And it's been, you know, it's unique working with friendships because you got to work through, you know, when you've got money and stuff on the line and everyone wants what's best for the company. So working through those disagreements, I'm sure you guys have, you know, the same type of discussions. But the fact that we're friends and we're all Red Deer has been a big part of it because I think for us, we just really want to see Red Deer succeed. Honestly, for me, we've been kicked around. Alberta's been kicked around. I see other tech companies popping up in, Al- in Alberta and in Red Deer. I think it's good to see more of that and be able to create jobs in a time like this. You guys are probably not alone uh, being furloughed when, when COVID hit. Probably quite a few Albertans that are in the same spot. Mm-hmm. We've recently started this podcast, but if we were to look at starting a, a new new industry, what type of new industry do you think your business model could be applied to besides besides just food and alcohol yeah i think it's this is the way retail is going like people are they're ordering stuff so i think anything that's retail that you want quickly can kind of you know i mean amazon's done this which is hurting people but i think a lot of things you're going to see a shift in the way people sell stuff it's going to be a lot more delivery and centralized and then getting it out to you quickly when you need it and you want it so i think there's a lot of stuff that can be applied to We've talked about this before. It's actually amazing that it took this long for for the door tender idea to come up because it's one of those <laughs> things when you see it, it's you think, oh, duh. But before mm-hmm. that, I I honestly wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah, we we get a lot of that. Like, doesn't that exist already and stuff? So it's it's interesting. But I'll give a quick shout out to sorry for the free ad, but. 
friend of ours has Brindle in Red Deer and they're, they're a dog company and they have basically the same business model, but for, for dog supplies, pet food, check them out, Brindle. Uh, they're great. And it's the same thing. So that's probably the best example of your, your question. That's awesome. No, you guys paid $6,000 for this interview, right? So it's your time. Talk about whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Troy, you don't don't have to share any secrets or anything, but uh, you guys have have built a solid base here in Red Deer. You, You got the app you know, going, the growth spin, you know, huge for you guys. And, and now you got the liquor store here in Red Deer. Do you guys have, uh, you know, future business plans to, to expand uh, into maybe other cities or, or make it a bigger, a bigger thing or? Definitely. I mean, we've been very upfront. So we're, uh, you know, our plan is to grow this as big as we can. We were fortunate to be accepted into Startup Edmonton Accelerator for tech companies. So we're, our plan is to grow this in Alberta as quickly as we can get to Edmonton, get to Calgary. The goal is to basically make this thing work in Edmonton. Do people want this? Will they buy it? And just kind of prove that this is a business that makes sense. Skip the Dishes, actually, interestingly enough, launched in Red Deer as one of its first markets. Just because of the size, it makes a lot of sense for that. So we're kind of at that point now where we've got some staff. I'm not doing deliveries every single night, which was for seven months of my life was doing deliveries every night. I'm glad that that's kind of behind and we can sort of focus on growing. So we want to grow to Edmonton. We're kind of just now beginning to talk to different people who might want to invest in door tender and you know, help us take it from this kind of neat idea to something much bigger. So God willing, we'll see. <laughs> Well, and that's why people see us. We're, we're always door tender this, door tender that on social media. We honestly believe in you guys and it, it, we appreciate that you believed in us. And I'm just curious too, because I think it just Dustin and I chatted and we said, man, got a little bit of traction on, on episode one. And we're like, maybe we can do do something with a couple local businesses and, and kind of expand. So when we came to you guys, how how much of a chat honestly was it? We're like, man, these guys are, are knobs. You know, <laughs> Maybe they, they just got lucky on the first episode. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, that's the nicest word that I think think still <laughs> describes us but uh, but how did that go because it is it is a leap honestly and that's why we appreciate yeah. it so much especially for you guys being the first to invest in something like that when you're when you're as new as you guys are i think we're starting to see like the uh the fruits of kind of COVID, if we can call it that, like guys like you, you know, ideas that came up where nobody had anything to do. And all these crazy ideas are now like six, eight months later, and you're starting to see them come to life. So it's pretty cool. But so if we're in the trust tree here, I can tell you <laughs> the exact conversation we had about Odeer. So we saw Odeer, like Odeer followed us. What is this? Okay. It's a podcast. Like I kind of know Dustin from Hockey World. Uh, and I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. We'll probably do an episode and call her quits. But uh, before you guys reached out to us, we are like, we should reach out. I mean, it's kind of the same, you know, they're young guys trying to start something new. Let's reach out and sponsor them. We had this the very night before you reached out to us. And then you guys sent us a DM saying, hey, would you like to sponsor? <laughs> and like, I can't believe they reached out to us. This is hilarious. And then we said, oh, shoot, we don't really have any money. But we got us like a uh, warehouse full of liquor. So maybe we can send them some beer and see how that goes and sponsor the first episode. So that was the discussion. We we weren't sure how it was going to go. And then, you know, we saw your guys' viewership just take off. And the, the social content is, you guys are great at it. So yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. problem, guys. <laughs> so speaking of social content, I'm asking all the questions here, which is, I don't usually do, but I'm going to talk a lot for once. But you talk about today, we, I knew I was going to ask you guys if you had any weird delivery notes. So I thought today, you know what, I'm going to try it myself. And I, when I ordered our beer, I asked for the, the delivery person to give themselves walk-up music. And just like we've seen with Doortender so far, it was above and beyond. And I'm going to give a, a huge shout out to Cole DeGraff, uh, another local kid. He, he shows up and I kind of see, I hear John Cena walk in music and he's got a belt on carrying the beer over his head, walking up. So that, that was 
above and beyond. So a huge <laughs> shout out to Cole for that. He went home. He went home and got a belt on the way to deliver the beer and still made it in like 15 minutes. So have you had a lot of any kind of deliveries like that or, or just weird deliveries in general? I mean, we get some bizarre, bizarre note requests. <laughs> um, <laughs> like people want you to like crazy directions to like get into their house or go back under the gate, take a right, like down the hall. <laughs> but um, say the secret passage word we've had a few times. Uh, this is the first like player own walk up tune. And I, I told our, our driver, he was like, I don't want to do it. This is weird. Send somebody else. And he was, I was like, no, you're funny. You're funny. And he went and he got the belt at his home all on his own accord and did that. It was hilarious. But uh, I think that's kind of the, another good thing about what we've done is our, our drivers that we have have been great. And, you know, they'll stop and chat with you like, oh, I like this product and stuff. And I think it's a bit of a different experience than what you get with Skip the Dishes. You know, they're busy. They're trying to do things and they'll just drop it and go. And, you know, it's a pretty cold experience. So we try to have our drivers chat a bit, play it up and getting liquor is fun. People are really happy when their booze shows up at the door. So we try to, you know, play into that as much as we can. Yeah, we've had some bizarre ones. People come into the door, mostly naked, underwear. Uh, <laughs> you can do that next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, a lot of a lot of dogs getting let loose that just look ferocious, and the owner says, "Oh, they're fine," but you know, I, I don't know if I trust that. <laughs> you know, it looks like it's going to take my head off for this pilsner. But I hope that uh, that video gets a lot of views and and people start making more requests <laughs> of their drivers. I to... was I was going to yeah. apologize to you if that happens, but the, again, uh, no, it was, it was kind of nice because I got to know Cole a bit. I knew his brother Trey from when he played it for the Okotoks Oilers and I think, mm-hmm. I think a couple of us probably know know their dad Pete and even those cool ties there and that's the other part of it too, right? Is when you, when you talk about how local it is, is just those kind of connections and you remember what a small world it is. Yeah, a lot of the, the people who even work for us have just, you know, they've reached out like, hey, do you need drivers? Do you want to, do you need any help? And we've been able to most of the people that work for us, we kind of already know. And uh, I think our drivers, our whole goal was to be a better driver experience and skip the dishes. Because you, if you think about driving for them, you have to go from point A to restaurant to point C and then to point D for the next restaurant. But with us, you know, it's always one pickup spot. And we send our drivers out with like two or three orders at a time. Beer stays colder longer than, you know, your fries get soggy whenever it shows up. But so it works so great oh, yeah. for them because they're getting, you know, each trip they're getting paid, they're getting tipped. I think our drivers love it. And that, you know, that translates to a good customer experience. Troy, maybe uh, you want to just mention where where the storefront is located, uh, because I believe you can go in and can you buy right from the store? You can. So we're uh, we're up on the South Hill by It's All Greek to Me, Hybrid, Papa John's up there. And it's been way better. We're So I'll tell you guys, like when we first started, we found the absolute cheapest, and by cheap, I mean free, warehouse space <laughs> on the north end. <laughs> and because it was right during COVID and they're like, hey, we'll pay your property taxes. Just let us stay here. We got a weird business that we want to see if it can work. So it was way on the north end and almost like exclusively our deliveries are to like Vanier, Lancaster, Anders. So it's just so far away. So we were needing like ton of drivers and you're gone for 40 minutes when you go up there. So this warehouse was, we kept everything clean. We had like a drive-in cooler and stuff for it, but it was a dump. And we had, it was like the, you know, when you see the videos of the Amazon, Jeff Bezos and or Barso, whoever you've seen, like the startup atmosphere, I, I'm jealous of them because we had like coaches and some late night beer cans that were left around, uh, slept over there a few times. And the, the worst part was, and this is when my, my fiance said, we got to, you're spending too much time here. This is too much because, you know, your phone will tell you like, this far to get home or you know it knows where you're at so it was telling me home was the warehouse so that's when it was time to- <laughs> we got to make a change but uh, it, yeah the new place is way way better to 
spend not as much of my time, but a lot of time there. Nice. So you've you've moved all your all your inventory over to the new place as well. You you got rid of the old warehouse and you guys are are just basically in that south location now? We are, yeah. We're all out of the old place. It was an absolute nightmare moving all that liquor. And like the, it was January 3rd or something. So just as cold as you can get. And I owe a lot of guys, a lot of pizza and a lot of beer for helping us move that. So <laughs> but, uh, it's all behind us now. So happy to be moved. And the store is a little bit different experience too, right? When we're talking about the store and you told me a bit about, I don't know again, how much you want to share, but again, you guys are changing the game now for mm-hmm. in-person liquor sales too. Yeah. So the store is, I mean, the only way to put it is it's weird and it's not finished, but uh, it's, you know, it was kind of modeled after like a cannabis shop. So there's no product up front. Every person that walks in right now is saying, what's going on here? Can I buy liquor? So we're working on it. We're trying to make it seem more like a liquor store, but you know, products in the back because liquor, like liquor store robberies have been going through the roof. We wanted to kind of create a, a store that was safer and from that perspective, but also really easy for like our packers to pack for our drivers. So products all in the back, you walk up to the till, say, I want 15 Budweiser, you're in and you're out and you tap and, or if you want to shop, you can check out the, the tablet, scroll through the website like that. But it's a, it's a different experience. So that's a, you know, a nice way to put it. I appreciate that. So at the store, like, can people pay cash or do you guys want kind of want to get rid of that to discourage the robberies? Yeah. So right now we're we're trying to push everyone to debit. It's sort of a work in progress getting people to change that behavior. But the goal is that you're in and out of there as quick as possible. And so when you walk in and, and you kind of know what you want, it's an extremely quick experience and, and it's working good that way. So it's just training people. And what we've seen is like the click and collect. So I would encourage anyone, if you want to come in, check it out. You can just select pick up. And then it's, it's ready for you. It's sitting there. It's still cold. You're in and you're out in two seconds. So that's really where I see this kind of going long-term. Maybe touch on, because uh, obviously you guys have, have had to build relationships with wholesalers and, and uh, you know, buying the product. Uh, how's, how's that process been with, uh, you know, being in Red Deer? The local brewers have been great. And I know you guys have been good to showcase them all. We've, uh, we've had a ton of just, it's really, it's really a community type of thing. We're, we're not competing with, you know, Troubled Monk, Sawback, Blind Man, all these guys, you know, we're selling their products. So they're super collaborative. They want to, you know, they want to help us out and we succeed. We sell more of their product. They succeed. So when we started this, we knew nothing about selling liquor. We knew we liked beer and <laughs> we drink White Claws and it was great, but that's, uh, that's not, uh, not really a sufficient basis. So, you know, we've been growing leaps and bounds in the local, uh, you know, brewer scene has been great to help, you know, help us along with that process. And, you know, you guys need to be carrying this or price it this way. So yeah, it's a real communal thing. And we're fortunate to have so many of these brewers popping up and we've got some really good ones here in central Alberta and Alberta. Well, and really important to note that when we, you know, do an old beer and showcasing the, the, all the local breweries is that was, that was door tenders idea. When I talked to Brian and talked to you guys, you guys really are huge on, on pushing local and supporting those breweries. Right. And that's, that's why, again, you guys really are, you're a community-minded liquor store, right? And, and mm-hmm. which I think is really cool that you guys really do genuinely care care about supporting local. And ah, that's, I think that's why we like you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. you, and booze, yeah. <laughs> and booze, yeah. That's yeah. a big thing. My palate has expanded. I saw you guys talking about uh, SRMs and bitterness, <laughs> and I learned a little bit there. I was uh, myself just very much a, a White Claw and Budweiser guy before this, and not to... Uh, not too refined, but now I've gotten to try all these local beers, and you know, now I'm I turn my nose up at Budweiser sometimes. But uh, I need a need a dark IPA. <laughs> 
we're pretty similar i think i i was always just the went along with the the crowd on the coors lights and, and the white claws and whatever else was popular at that time but probably pre-covid a little bit getting into the breweries and stuff and and really starting to support local i've like you said, expanded my palate a little bit and I can drink an IPA now and those SRMs, they get me every time. <laughs> Do you go over your daily, your weekly limits still? Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if somebody, like I know you guys' selection is growing like every week, but if, if somebody looks, looks to the app, doesn't see the, the beer that they want or the alcohol that they want, are you, like, do you guys take requests? Do you guys have a way yeah. to, to for people to communicate that, that they want to purchase the, this type of boost from you? Yeah, 100%. So we please, anybody out there, if you've gone on DoorTender, your product's not on there, tell us. We'll get it in because, you know, in seven days, it'll be on the store and up on the site. I shudder to wow. think about the opening inventory we had because we were like, like, oh, you know, we've got this kind of beer. It doesn't matter. This one's close enough. Not the case. People want old Milwaukee and they will not change. Um, so... We, we've definitely expanded and, and we're still, we're not even close yet. So if you want something, you know, it's not on the site, let us know because we'll get it in for you. And I guess when we're still talking about now inventory in the app, if anyone listening hasn't even checked out the door tender app, there is a ton on there and you guys do. I think actually it might've taken Dustin a, a couple of orders to realize you guys have the bundles and stuff too, right? Where there's, you could save some money. There's cocktail bundles that come with mm-hmm. everything you need. And so if we, I'm going to ask you a question, you know, the answer to already. If the four of us say, Hey, we want to make an old deer bundle, throw in some local brews. Would you guys do that for us? Hey, we would love to have an old deer bundle. Uh, you know, support some local beers, make sure, you know, when you guys order for the group, you get a nice discount and yeah, the, the bundles are unique for us. So, you know, whether it's like a, a cocktail bundle, a Spanish wine bundle, things like that, we, we package these up and, you know, you buy it and you get a discount and you get to try out some new products or just get the products you would have bought anyways for a better price. So we would, uh, we would love to put the old deer bundle up and plug you guys a bit. I, I think it's important too, to say like on the app too, I, I feel like I'm on it every weekend with our poker games and stuff. And, and I haven't been in a liquor store since, since like you guys have opened, but like, it's important that you, like you guys have deals all the time too. Like you got a scrolling thing at the top, the stuff that's on sale and, you know, it's no different than the average liquor store with the flyers they would send out. But, you know, that jumps at you and, you know, two, three, four bucks off, you know, beer or wine or, you know, hard liquor is is important that you guys are also doing that. First off, we try to price everything with a, a certain chain. You can bleep it out, but a certain depot liquor chain that you might know, we try to basically just match their everyday prices. But, you know, they play a bit of a different game where they'll just sell things at cost and try to get you in the door and buy other things. We're always paying our drivers so we can discount stuff and put it on sale but you know it's just sort of two different business models but things are on sale all the time change it every week so i encourage you to check it out and you know see what's on sale and hopefully it's your product i have a question for you guys. go ahead troy this will be a nice Ooh. change oh Ooh. yeah this is this is new i'm just curious so there's four of us just four of you guys and we kind of all start at the same time how do you guys deal with you know creative differences let's call it and stuff is it very egalitarian you all kind of have a voice or who's got the final we just do whatever ted tells us to do no i was gonna say that the three of us bully ted and we just do whatever we want but (laughs) i'd be lying when i say ted ted's the radio guy he's the brainchild behind this thing and and uh does a fair well most of if not all of the work so we ha- we're all ears when when he's talking and we let him have final cut on everything so we don't have much of a say <laughs> okay but he does he does listen to some of our good ideas 
So most yeah. of, most of the good stuff makes it in. There's only a little bit of the good stuff that, that gets cut, and we're still working on him for that, though. Yeah, and I and, and I'll admit to there's there's a lot of good ideas, and I think I've try and I think I've come along. When I started this, I had one idea of how it was going to go. You know, this is this is how we're going to do it, and and yeah, these guys. The, the more we've done it, and uh, you know, I forget sometimes that they've never picked up a microphone really in their life, and for me, it's almost 10 years I've been doing stuff like this. So yeah, it, a lot of it right now revolves around making it as easy, easy, easy as it can for me with, with all the work I'm doing. Cause you know, no fault of their own, you know, the editing, all that stuff falls on me, but trying to be more open. And there is lots of, uh, lots of good ideas flying around and, and yeah, I would, I would say yeah, final say comes down to me, but I, I would hope at least that it still feels like an open forum. I was, I was going to mention too, like Troy, you're a hockey guy and, and I'm not sure that you're the, the other business owners that they are or not, but close friends of yours, obviously, you know, we, we have our fights and we have our differences. We have our arguments. And at the end of the day, if you're close enough with those people and understand the relationship, you, you have your fight and you move on and you're, you're friends five minutes later. And I, I, I would assume you guys are kind of like that too. And with, with the bond you guys have with your friends and, you know, you might feel like you lost an argument or won an argument, but two minutes later, it's like, why the hell were we fighting about that anyway? So <laughs> you just kind of move on. Yeah. You, you drink some more yeah. beer together and, and you guys have yeah. the liquor store. So that makes it pretty easy. <laughs> it does. It does. So we kind of distilled down how to solve problems. Basically, we're getting to points, you know, we want to do it a certain way. Basically, if you want to get your way, you bet shotguns and, you know, you'll say, I'm the... <laughs> And it's oh, our, I don't our, like this. <laughs> oh, I really like yeah. this. <laughs> we just bet white claw shotguns, and, and if you know you're betting four white claw shotguns, you probably you probably mean business. So I'm going to go with you on this one. But had to you know pony up oh. a few times, and that's not fun. But that's, uh, that's how we deal with it. So I encourage you to steal that idea and take it away. Oh, I can't wait to cut that part. Of <laughs> I, this like interview. <laughs> I like fi- it. Final cut, baby. <laughs> No, I think, I think that is important. Anyone listening, you know, getting into business with friends and I guess, yeah, weird to say, I guess, oh dear is, has become a a business now, but yeah, there's, there's arguments. So get into business with those friends where you can have those arguments. You can tell each other to F off and know, even in a matter of minutes that you can, can get right back to it. So it's the risk you take, but glad to hear, you know, on, on both sides for us, uh, that, that it's going well so far. We also, the other thing we did sort of in that same vein and when we started, if you wanted to bet, you'd bet like a certain amount of sign spinning. So our warehouse was on, on gates and you'd have to go out there with the door tender sign and, and spin on gates for five minutes. And it's incredibly tiring and very embarrassing, although it's for the good of the company, but uh, you, know, you feel a little red in the face when you're out there. <laughs> So if we do the shotgun bets, I suggest you guys do some sort of bet that ends with a chest wax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a big business decision, let it come down yeah. to getting your chest waxed. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm probably hurt the most from that if you start playing that game. I think I'm going to have to shotgun some white claws if I end up losing. Yeah. <laughs> Just to numb the pain from the chest waxing. Speaking of uh, drinks, Troy, what's with that uh, with patio season right around the corner? What's going to be the new the new uh, hot drink this this spring or summer? Yeah, it's funny you ask. So last year summer, like we have a, a search bar in our, our app, you can search drinks you want. The number one search product. I don't know if anyone can guess what it would have been in the summer. It was white claws, and it wasn't even close. The second most searched item was white claws spelt wrong. And the third most searched <laughs> item was white claws spelt wrong differently. So it, it was crazy. Oh, you couldn't wow. buy them. Way you to go, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking <laughs> us dry. But uh, 
this, this summer, you know, so many more people have entered the, uh, the white claw game. Let's call it troubled monk has a great one. I encourage you to try it. Adequate vodka, uh, which I think you guys tested out here, but you know, you've got Bud Light seltzers that just came to Canada now. So we've got those. I'm drinking them tonight. Actually, they're very much taste like white claws, but you know, something different to, to try out. Um, and white claws got a few new. We've got raspberry and watermelon, which were in the States before, but are in Canada now. So I think that that type of drink is just going to keep growing. You know, guys like us, and I don't want to speak for you guys, but you get a little older, not playing as much sports and you start to, the Budweiser's catch up to you and the, the IPAs catch up. So you need that 80 cal drink, I think, to mix it in a few times. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah. What- <laughs> When I was yeah. younger, I would always I would always look at the the percentage, and now I'm starting to look at the calories. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 one change I've noticed as I've gotten older. You wanted the high percentage, and now you want the low calories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, big bear, nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just remember, yeah, the Molson cold shots, right? Like with the, oh, the little yeah. shotgun I'll target try. on it. Yeah. I just yeah, I really got to know how I can't figure out how you spell White Claw wrong. I guess unless you're just dusting more sausage fingers typing as fast as you can. But I feel like I feel like if we had that in the spelling bee last episode, you probably will, both would have got that right at least. <laughs> A pretty low bar, but the uh we see some some peculiar stuff in the search bar. Like I don't I don't know what people think it is that we do, but you know, we've seen firewood. People are searching for firewood. <laughs> Somebody searched tampons in the search bar. So don't sell tampons, but maybe that's a, you know, a line of business we need to get into. But um, I guess the branding is not clear enough because there's some yeah, people are all over the map with it. That's comedy. That would be that would be good, though, for firewood. I mean, bonfires are going to yeah. be huge this year with just the, the outdoor gatherings. So if you guys have the... Maybe you can get that that uh, shop on the north end again and, and store your firewood there. <laughs> a lot of firewood, yeah. AGLC is pretty sticky on us. You know, we can't sell a lot of things, really. It's pretty much just liquor items. But, uh, you know, maybe uh, you guys email your MLA and let them know that. Hey, we're going to start a business, the eight of us, called Door Tinder, and we're going to sell delivery firewood. Oh, yeah. I think. And yeah, dates. Or like, and, and dates, yeah. Door, yeah Different think, kind of Tinder, yeah. but. Yeah. yeah, let's find you a girlfriend, oh, yeah. Ted. Yeah. The other kind of door tinder, I feel like we'd be in jail, but yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. different laws around that one. So, so Troy, <laughs> as we wrap up here, we'll just give you this point again. You know, you're on here talking about your business. So if there's anything else you really want people to know about door tender right now, uh, that here's your chance. You know, all I'd say is, you know, if you haven't given door tender a try, uh, all we ask is give us a shot, try it out, use promo code FIRST10, use promo code oh dear. Uh, save a few bucks, see if you like it. Uh, we're, we're confident that you will. That's why we give those promo codes out. And yeah, just support local. If you've already tried us, tell a friend. That's, uh, you know, the biggest favor we can do for us. And while you're at it, tell a friend to listen to Oh Dear. Yeah. And like you it. know what? The, another nice thing about it that I've found is uh, you can send, you can now send people liquor too, right? Like there's times around Christmas time, I got to send these guys some some beer and stuff too. So there's an, another way to, to use, which we've encountered. You've got a friend when you're on a Zoom poker call and he can't figure out how to use the app. Well, hey, mm-hmm. I can do it for you and 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 send you the beer. And that's that's happened and, and probably will happen again. Yeah, to be clear though, that yeah, was 100% stupidity on our friend's fault. <laughs> yes. the, the app is extremely yeah. easy to use. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I should. Thanks for clarifying that, Walt. It, it was user error 100%. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. It's, uh, yeah, gifts are huge. People, uh, you know, we started to get, I encourage you all to do this, sending your friends smeared off ices, 
you know, <laughs> get the ice, have to chug it. Uh, but, you know. Oh, you've just started a dangerous <laughs> game. Oh, I think, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, well, Troy, we'll let you go so you can uh, get back to celebrating your mom's birthday. But again, on be- behalf of all four of us, and if you guys want to chime in too, we can't say it enough. Our, our first ever sponsor, and that will always mean a lot to us. And, you know, we really appreciate you guys. And as we watch you guys grow now, we really do. We're not going to take that much credit, but, be, you know, getting to know you guys and being along your journey, it feels like we're part of it. So we love seeing you guys grow and we really appreciate you have, having you on here. And, you know, when we can be in person again, obviously, we'll have some beers in the summer and do some fun stuff too yeah no i appreciate it guys and you know likewise keep it up you're killing it i hope that you know you can sandwich another good uh, guest on after me is cam moon and then dips a little <laughs> bit and hopefully next week it picks back up <laughs> i appreciate the time thanks a lot guys yeah thanks, thanks, troy. Troy. Hey, thanks, thanks troy. troy and a big thank you to troy again i think we we learned a lot from that interview and really cool to, to hear stories like that and can't thank our episode sponsor and our old beer sponsor and really we'll just say even we haven't really officially met them yet thanks to our friends at door tender uh for everything they do for us and yeah, know i i definitely learned some stuff during that interview too uh, about the business a little more which i think is cool you know what? That's probably that's one of the the I hate to say it, but maybe silver linings of this pandemic. Just the 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 creativity of young guys like Troy that they're coming up with these new businesses or new ideas um, when they're maybe um, forced into a situation or or just or just bored um, sitting at home. I know I know Ted when you got this idea for the the podcast that was I don't know if this would have ever happened if the pandemic wasn't around. So it's you go you always got to look for positives in the situation where we're currently in. I thought it was really cool that their situation. Situation and and how they came to be really actually mirrored how this podcast came to be right how many how many times did we sit around drinking beers talking about how we should start a podcast and I'm sure those guys kind of did the same thing about their business idea and and finally pulled the trigger and and here we are so uh, I thought the the similarities were really cool and I just I just think it it's crazy how fast they got everything off the ground and you know i couldn't imagine you know the the hoops that they would have to jump through with liquor licenses and business licenses and all that stuff so kudos to them for getting this off the ground so fast and and at a great time for for their business to really gain traction and and grow in the city of red deer and again, it's a little different, you know, we're just doing a basement podcast and they're putting their livelihoods on the line with a business, but it is, there's so many similarities, right? And for us, we just kind of dove into it too. And it's fun because I do think we're kind of in our, in similar and different ways, we're, we're growing together. So I, I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, can't say enough about door tender and we talk about them a lot. We're going to continue to do so. And if you haven't tried them yet, like Troy said, just give them a try once. You know, you don't have to use them every time, but you'll find that uh, it comes in handy a lot. And uh, moving on now to something that's become one of my uh, more favorite segments because uh, we get to go out and, as much as we can and do stuff. So it's time for another Red Deer Spotlight brought to you by Tourism Red Deer. And this was a, a fun one. And when I think back to, to episode one and kind of a TSN turning point for us and, and a lot of feedback I get was when Lund just randomly brought up the Gasoline Alley Farmer's Market. And a lot of people didn't know it, it had opened up or that it was there. So, you know, we've all gone, you guys have all been before. And I've been twice now in the 
last week. And this morning, Dustin and Walsh and I went for a trip there. So we're going to talk a bit about the farmer's market because uh, especially uh, weather-wise lately, I think it's a, a pretty cool thing for Red Deer and definitely something new and unique. I love how you I love how you said we had a TSN turning point in, in episode one. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad our turning point happened happened that early. Yeah, now it's all downhill yeah. from there. Yeah. <laughs> I think with the with the farmer's market, like today was the first time I actually had been and I actually got lost on the way out. Um, I didn't really know. I had a general idea where it was in Gasoline Alley, but I didn't actually know. And so when I pulled over and Googled it, I was I was literally only a, I was right, right by, I don't even know where I was by, but I was one building away, I guess. And uh, once I got there, we got there pretty early at 930. Uh, they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe. And had no idea what to expect. And I, as soon as I walked in the amount of shops that just jump right out at you and, and you just want to explore and, and really look around. It's, it's a super cool concept. I'm not sure who came up with the concept, obviously built off the summer farmer's market in Red Deer, but, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty neat all the different shops and, and local places that you had no idea existed. I thought for sure you were going to say you got lost inside it's pretty hard because it's a rectangle. <laughs> A lot of twists and turns hey, in there. That's four different corners you can get stuck running into, though. <laughs> yeah, Morzi, I would, I would echo. I've been there a few times. Uh, more so just to run in and, and pick up some essentials, uh, whatever the shopping list that my wife gave me. Um, but today I was actually able to walk around and actually take some time to realize how many different vendors are in there and there's quite a variety uh, and some well-known ones uh, that that have been Red Deer staples for a long time and Central Alberta staples and some others that uh, are brand new. You know, I, we were walking by one, it was a sign place. They had great signs that you'd buy for your house and and there was nothing on, on their hanging sign. Like you didn't know who the vendor was and she said, oh, we just opened today, which <laughs> I thought was really cool. And I said, okay, I got to bring my wife back here. Uh, and she said, Oh, I've already heard that a lot this morning. So, uh, pretty cool to see those things popping up. What's the name of the sign shop? Do you remember? Was it signs? Well, there was no sign. So <laughs> how, how could you know? She told me, but that was a long time ago, Ryan. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. We had a, we had a, we had a beer or two after that. I think 1001, <laughs> we were in there and that market kitchen is really cool. Cause it's cool to have kind of those, uh, different local vendors in there. Obviously we, we had, uh, some tacos from taco monster and the, their owner too. another local guy, Jonathan Strom owns a couple different businesses in Red Deer. So he's a, a big time business owner there. And we went to the Commonwealth Brewing and got to meet those guys. And they were great to us, gave us some samples and stuff. And just going back, that's my favorite part of being in there is everyone in there is local. You get a chance to, you know, if you stop and chat a bit, you get to know some different people, hear some different stories. And yeah, I know I wandered around there quite a bit and we'll call a spade a spade. You don't go to a farmer's market to save money. You go there to support local. You go there for cool stuff that you can't get anywhere else. And my, my wallet took a little bit of a hit this morning, but I was okay with that because I think I got some some cool stuff. And if you've uh, never heard of blueberry cheesecake pierogies, my world was changed today, right? You can't get that anywhere else. So if, if go back in the pierogi place, get those. They were incredible. So would that be considered a, an appetizer, a meal, or a dessert? It depends when you eat them. Yeah, okay. Eat it before dinner. It's an appetizer. Eat it after dinner. It's dessert. Yeah, I think my favorite part about going to those those farmers markets is just to to see how proud all the owners are of 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 their shops and their stores. 
Um, cause they've, they've put their heart and soul into their business. They spent tons of hours, maybe even years building up their businesses and they're, they're happy to share, uh, all their knowledge and, and their story with you. Um, and, and maybe even offer advice if you're, if you're kind of looking to do the same thing. Uh, so even if you're not looking to, to buy anything there, I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, cause you're definitely going to meet some great people and, and hear some cool stories. A lot of those businesses, you know, they just want you to try their product if it, if it's a food type of business or they, they just want you to try it. And, you know, so the free samples there for you to give it a go before you really, not that you're investing a lot of money if it's $10, $15, but they appreciate that you want to try a product before you buy it. So it's kind of cool to see that uh, you can go and try stuff before you buy it and, and know that you like it. And that, hey, that's how they got me with those pierogies, right? They, well, they, I, saw, I a, they saw they you saw you coming. coming a mile away. <laughs> well, again, it's not a big place. It's easy to not get lost. So they didn't see me coming from that far away, but she knew what she was doing. And yeah, the samples are, are, are a cool part, you know, like... It, that's the samples have started to go a little bit the way of the dodo lately. But I, I know today I, there was a place doing samples of pie, like in the to-go containers, put it in my pocket, didn't think about it, was on a walk later and found some pocket pie and <laughs> got to enjoy a little bit of pie while I was walking. So it's uh, just another unexpected benefit of the farmer's market. Ted, it's funny you mentioned the, the samples because uh, last time I was at the market there, I also stopped into Costco and at cost Costco's famous for offering samples there. And I, I know a lot of people take advantage of that. So Costco right now is still showing all the samples, except they're put in like a, a, a glass box or glass case yeah, where you don't can get me where you can view this. where you can view them and you can see you can see them and then you hear all about them, but you cannot taste them. It's torture, especially yeah. if especially if you came there for the samples, which I actually did. Yeah. So uh, that's why that's why the farmers market is way better than Costco. So score one for the little guy. I was uh, you know sampled some fruit wine. We had a, a beer and a couple beer samples and stuff. It was a that was a pretty good Friday morning. I think to note too, we did have some wing samples. I came home and chicken wings, I should say. Came home and told my wife. I said the next time we go to the farmers market, we will be having these chicken wings. So they got me hook, line, and sinker on that one. They were delicious. Yeah, lots lots of great places. Honestly, if you're in that area and want something good to eat, it's all local places in there. There's, I want to say there's there's close to 10 different places you can get something to eat there. Have a beer all in one spot. And uh, and even here, our friends Troubled Monk have a little pop-up shop there too. So you can't can't get the beer and drink it there. But if, if you're looking to, to, to two different places to buy beer from as well. So it, it really has everything. Yeah, we got to give a, uh, props to, to Taco Monster too. Those the first time I've ever tried them too. They're 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 the ones I had were just little mini tacos, like the 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 kinds you would get as an appy at a restaurant. But they were delicious. I think they had six or eight different types and perfect size to snack on. All right, so I think another successful adventure around Red Deer for us. Uh, can't wait to see what we do next. And again, a huge shout out to Tourism Red Deer, as always, for helping us get out and uh, explore Red Deer's backyard. Hey, Lund, I feel like you really are rediscovering Red Deer. I am, yeah. One uh, one grocery trip at a time. <laughs> so now, now as we move on, a, a little thing to to check in on the recorder challenge, the the learn a new skill or pay the bill. It's uh, I, I'll admit I've gone a couple days without practice. It's coming along. I'm confident. So there's kind of two different pieces to this now that I've pigeonholed myself into. When I said I'd have to play when we record episode eight, I got to play a minute and a half of the the chorus. I'm feeling pretty good about that. It's now because I'm ever the showman, I decided I'm going to learn the whole song of My Heart Will Go On on a freaking recorder and play it on Instagram Live for a recital. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous about that. 
I would be too. I've yeah. I've heard you play, and I'd be I'd be terrified if I were you. Yeah. Oh dear, fans, people who listen to the podcast, stay tuned on social media, and and I think it's it's going to be one of our dear calls here coming up to submit a talent that you want uh, one of us to learn for a month, and uh, if we are unable to learn that skill, we will pay the bill for the boys. It's going to be tough. You know, we sure want some input because we're having a tough time coming up with, you know, enough. I think we're going to go eight months on this thing and Ted's kicking us off here with the, with the skin colored recorder and it's just pink. And, and, uh, you know, going back a little bit, Ted, I hope that uh, you have an opening act when you maybe one of our friends juggling or something so they can embarrass themselves. So you come in and save the day with the Titanic, but we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's actually, that's, I didn't think of that. That is a great idea though. And I'll have to talk to my agent and, and get, get them to try and find someone. So Lund, can you, can you look after that? Well, geez, now I'm thinking maybe I can learn juggling in a month. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, by, by then we'll decide who's next. I, I can't wait to be done with it. Cause honestly, it's even playing it. It's, it's not great. I guess it's a great starter instrument, but that's about it. Are you going to give us a little preview here on the podcast or are you just holding it for show? Well, I'm, I'm not going to give you a preview of the song, but I'm glad you asked because we are, you mentioned it earlier, Dustin, your little brother is on Big Brother. So I took the time just by ear. I learned a little bit of the Big Brother theme. So before we, we talk about Big Brother, I'm going to play us in, all right? It's pretty, it's close. <laughs> and that's all I know. <laughs> I don't recognize that at all. Me no, neither. No. I'll play, I'll do it one more time and then I'll, I'll throw in a clip of it and see how close I, I yeah. could be way off. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what, Ted, from when you first put that recorder in your mouth, <laughs> your sound is much cleaner. Yeah. I, I still don't know what you were just playing, but it does sound cleaner. So now Dustin, yeah, we we're talking about it. We, we've we already done an Instagram live. It was a lot of fun and you're a couple episodes in. And when this comes out, we're going to be a week behind on Big Brother. So still could be a spoiler alert, but it's pretty cool that your your brother is on the show. Like not only that, it's someone from Red Deer for the very first time. It's just nuts. It's uh, when I first found out you know, that he was going to be on like a week ago or whatever that was with no contact with him. It's just been a little bit off the rails, like with media and radio stations and, you know, us talking about it on the podcast and social media and God, now I'm, I'm addicted to these live feeds and uh, spoilers. Like I'm, I'm nonstop. It's kind of taken over my life a little bit and I know it has with our family as well. And it's, uh, it's certainly weird to see him on television on the national spotlight. And, you know, I can't wait to ride his coattails to fame if he wins this thing. So I, I wanted to share my my very first memory I have of Kyle. So uh, like you've mentioned, Dustin, I think he's eight years younger than us. So I want to say we were about 12. And so he'd be about four. Good math there. Uh, we we're outside <laughs> yeah, your house. Yeah. yeah, it checks out. We were outside your house. We were playing road hockey. I think it was just me and you and then Kyle and like maybe one of his little friends were out there just kind of hanging out. And I remember he had this like blue Fisher Price 
like stick that we've probably all seen. Anyways, a car was coming. So we all get to the side, right? Classic street hockey rules, car. And we all move, we move the nets. And Kyle was just standing in the middle of the road. And me and you are standing on the sidewalk and we're yelling at him like, Kyle, you got to move, you got to move. And he's like, no, I'm not moving for this guy. Probably not in those words because he was four, but he was not moving. The car eventually honked his horn. And I remember Kyle raised the stick up above his head like he was going to tomahawk chop <laughs> the hood of this truck. And I, you, you ran out there and like picked him up and dragged him. And then I think he hit you with the stick and then ran away. And so that's my very first memory of Kyle. And, and I hope that he's... Uh, learn to control his anger issues a little bit because uh, that's always stuck with me and it was pretty funny at the time. Hopefully no one in the house honks at him at the very least. <laughs> yeah, it might yeah. be okay. Yeah. So maybe let's let's get this into the Big Brother house somehow as a, a PSA. Maybe as a punishment, they got to listen to the Oh Dear podcast and they'll learn that fun tidbit. Yeah, hopefully hopefully there won't be any hockey games inside the, <laughs> inside the Big Brother house either. Just gets honked at and just spatulas somebody <laughs> right in the head. <laughs> Now I want now I'm going to be hooked to the live feeds too because I want to see I want to see this anytime Kyle has any kind of object in his hand I'm going to be ready for shit to go down. <laughs> hopefully I like it hopefully it won't but no, you I, never know. Is it is it kind of like watching a hockey game where you're just screaming at the TV when something something happens? Yeah, like I'm not like a a huge emotional guy and gets involved like I'm an Oilers fan and and whatever and I you know, I, I like watching the games and get a little bit involved in that. But this is just seems different. I'm just emotionally involved and in, with him being my brother and us being so close. It it seems like I'm almost there with him watching and, and really following along with them. And, you know, I kind of find myself nodding my head and, oh, don't do that, Kyle. And it feels like I'm just like right there in the game, which I've never had before. I've, you know, watched nine seasons of this and I think 22 of Big Brother America or USA and it it's just it's so much different this year and I'm certainly interested in in after this is all done having some beers and sitting down over a week and and chatting about this experience I think it's going to be second to none for him and certainly proud of him so before we get too deep into it too because as I mentioned we we went on Wednesday had no idea what we were doing went live or Thursday I guess it was went live after and just chatted a bit about Big Brother had some people tune in so we're going to keep doing that I think I guess by the time this episode airs we, we might be too deep so keep your eye out for those every week and hopefully we get to do a lot of them and one thing I think we have the opportunity to do because we're out a week behind is Lund. You're, you're caught up on the first two episodes, and I know you know a couple spoilers. But so this episode will come out on Thursday, so that night will be the eviction. Any kind of wild predictions you want to throw out there? Alliances, uh, power of veto, who's going home, anything like that? I'm not going to get too much into it, but I'll make a prediction on who I think is going home, and I'm going to predict that Josh will be going home just because he stirred up some some stuff already and. I don't think he's got many friends in the house. If this prediction goes right, I'm going to buy myself some lotto tickets. Yeah, why Why wouldn't you? So, yeah, hey, congratulations to Kyle. Congratulations to Dustin and the Moore family. I think it's pretty cool to get to watch someone uh, from Red Deer on the show. And if you haven't tuned in to Big Brother ever, now's the best time to get into it. It's, uh, it's pretty addicting, but yeah, it's going to be fun to, to get to go and, and cheer Kyle on. And do you know who I think would do great in Big Brother? because he was the he's the sponsor of this little bit is the sickest beauty out there Mike Sereo. <laughs> I don't know, do they give you balloons in Big Brother? Yeah, what would he do to pass the time? Hey, he could maybe work on his golf swing. I know no that's pretty bad, but does he have any other hidden talents besides the balloon making or is that is is he just a one-trick pony? I think he does, but 
compared to balloon making. He likes doing push-ups. And you should see, <laughs> Lundy, like you should see how small his calves are. Like you would know that he does a million push-ups a day and doesn't stand oh, really? on his feet ever. He's got baby calves. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a sit-down yeah. balloon animal artist. <laughs> Maybe you should apply for Big Brother then. All right, and that does it for another edition of Why Mike Sereo is a Sick Beauty. And don't forget he ran an Ironman in 2010. <laughs> We figured for a newer segment, since it, it doesn't matter what we're doing, what we're talking about, Dustin's going to find a way to tell a story. So we thought, let's just make it a segment. It's story time with Dustin Moore. Uh, and this one's sponsored by Rob Ray. And, and as Walsh mentioned earlier on in the show, again, some uh, pretty exciting news for you guys. Yeah. So uh, just recently moved locations over to uh, the southeast part of the city. We're in the old Quiznos location in the East Hill Shopping Center. Uh, so just open, getting our doors open and uh, excited to uh, to serve our customers from a new location. So it was a lot of work. It's been a long uh, two weeks as my wife and family can attest to. I haven't been around too much, but I'm glad it's over now. Like I've mentioned before, Rob Ray has historically been known for like a high-end men's kind of formal dresswear store. And while we still have have all those types of products we are moving into more casual type clothes that guys you know our age and younger and older want to wear but we know that the the work landscape is changing dress codes are changing becoming more modern and so uh, not only are we, are we bringing in more brands that fit that mold uh, but also bringing in some stuff that's a little lower price point as well to appeal to a, a wider audience uh, so just quickly just wanted to talk about um, we have some new pants by by a company named doer they're a canadian company so we're really proud to showcase them great price and great quality really nice fitting pants uh, and then another new line, State and Liberty. We're actually the, the third store in Canada to carry this line and the only one in Alberta. It was made by a college hockey player in the States a few years ago and more tailored towards those uh, athletically built guys. But Aww. at the same time, uh, it really fits everybody. Oh. It's, it's pretty slimming. So it uh, doesn't fit everybody, but fits a lot of people. And, and again, a great price point and uh, some great feeling shirts. So, so come on in, see us and uh, check out our new space we're pretty happy with how it turned out so that's pretty exciting i can't wait for lund to go in for a sandwich and come out with a suit uh, well hopefully hopefully both <laughs> <laughs> have a sandwich on have like if, if if just in case lund comes in yeah they, they left me a quizno sub from when they moved out so i still have it so i'll give it to you yeah i'll be i'll yeah. be texting i'll be texting walsh hey grab me a mesquite chicken i'm coming in for a suit and i'll have to go to the other quiznos <laughs> Yeah, buy 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 a sub, get a suit for free. That sounds like a good deal, man. Yeah, can't afford not to do that. So yeah, congratulations, Walsh. Do you guys, everyone at Rob Ray, pretty cool again? I think in that area, not really any or, or much retail. So I think it's pretty cool to kind of see it expand over there. So now we will get into it. Dustin has a lot of stories, and instead of just saying, "Hey, Dustin, we're gonna just pick a story and tell it," and and again, we got this stupid wheel. Ted, I know you, you before you were worried about me uh, about me uh, criticizing your spending habits but uh, as soon as it landed on that song for lundy it was all worth it so goodbye oh don't well it's me. about to be even more worth it because when when you're a when you're in your 30s you're 33 year old man and you have a wheel what do you do but name it because we're going to be using it a lot so i'd like to for the first time introduce everybody to our good friend spin diesel <laughs> 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 and uh, so we're going to give old Spin Diesel the little spinneroo here. We've got uh, 14 different, I guess, subjects that, that Dustin could maybe cover. Uh, and two of them are Dustin's choice. And we're going to give it a good spin here. And, and Dustin, whatever it lands on, 
you're you're going to ent- hopefully entertain us with a great Dustin Moore story. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that, that's crisp. that is loud. What is it? What, what is got? it? Dustin's oh. choice. Dustin's oh, choice. Oh, all right. Okay, I got to tell you the prank story. So first off, let's go back to that wheel for a second because, you know, Spin Diesel, we settled on that being a hilarious thing. But like Dylan Spinnicky was one of the ones that was so <laughs> hilarious. That's my brother-in-law for anyone who doesn't know, Dylan Winicky. Dylan Spinnicky, he was always giving the ideas to the podcast and I you had to give him a little shout out there. So you guys all know this story, I believe, but a little bit of context. We're playing university hockey down in Lethbridge and uh, every year at the start of the year, the American NCAA teams will bring down CIS teams to to play a few games and uh, improve their power rankings. Usually they, you know, smack us around and, you know, we're going down for a good time and to have some beers and get out to the bars in Denver, Minnesota, wherever we are. So we had this kid, this, I won't mention his name, but we had this kid come to our team unbelievable hockey player pro shot awesome kid but he wasn't the smartest kid and so he had to do some upgrading before he got into university which is crazy because i got into university and i had a 55 degree <laughs> average or 55 wait percent 55 percent i was thinking post-secondary with degrees sorry fellas so i had 55 percent yeah but don't tell us how not smart this other guy is yeah. Dustin. by all means how, what was his degree? No, his percent obvi- his percent was obviously lower than my percent. So anyways, he had to do some upgrading at the college. So he was redshirting at the time. And, and so he gets invited on the trip down. We're going down to Denver. We fly into Denver. I believe I'm the captain of the team in my third or fourth year and, and love pranks. And the hockey world knows pranks are awesome. And uh, we get to Denver. We drop off our equipment. We switch buses. And uh, that's an important comment because we had to take our actual travel luggage off that bus bring it into the rink drop off our bags get back onto a new bus and go to the hotel well this poor kid forgets his luggage bag at the rink because he actually didn't have a hockey bag because he couldn't play he was just there to watch and hang out and have some beers so we get to the hotel and and he's looking for his bag and he goes i must have forgot it at the rink so he calls the bus driver hey can you bring me back to the rink so in the meantime we go into his room and we switch the box springs on the bed so each bed obviously comes with a box spring and uh, a mattress so we put two mattresses on the one guy's bed who was actually in the room helping us and we put two box springs on this this kid's bed and made the bed up nice and i believe i've done this to you as well lundy we get into that a little bit later but i was just gonna ask so this the hilarity of the story is he gets back to the hotel just throws his bag on the bed and we head out to the bar so we go out to the bar till whatever two in the morning whatever it closes and then we have some after beers in the hotel and we're getting ready for a game the next day and you would think (laughs) no wonder you guys get tossed around by those teams yeah yeah so i think i believe we're playing colorado college that night and you know we get smacked around Jaden schwartz was on that team st louis blues and we get smacked around but the the (laughs) funniest part is we get down to the hotel lobby for morning skate and he comes down and he's kind of stretching his back and he's like oh man we're like hey what's going on he's like man do you guys find these beds like hard in this hotel like i've never seen a bed this hard (laughs) and so so we at that point we all realize because the whole group knows he actually slept on the box spring (laughs) last night for whatever it was four hours and so we're dying we're like yeah like there's one hard bed and one soft bed in every room like we were checking our room and and (laughs) 
So whatever, we go play Colorado College. We get back to the hotel. Uh, or so we go for morning skate. We go back to the hotel and go for our naps. And he's like, well, I'm not napping. I'm not playing, whatever. So he comes to our room and I'm rooming with a goalie who I'm still pretty good buddies with. And he comes into our room and he sits on the bed. He goes, oh, Moorsy, shit luck, eh, bud? You got the hard bed. <laughs> 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 and so I'm dying laughing because he's still got two box springs on his bed. And we're the day after now. We'll go play Colorado College, lose. We go out, go for beers. And then that night he comes back. He sleeps on this box spring for a second night. And uh, the next morning he calls the hotel lobby and he goes, excuse me, miss. This is the hardest bed I have ever slept on in my life. Do you guys have any replacement mattresses like in storage rooms or something? And this poor lady's like, no, we don't have any extra mattresses in our hotel. Like, I'm sorry about that, sir. Is there anything else we can do with you? He's like, can you send somebody up to my room? And they're like, yeah, no problem. And so I should mention actually also for housekeeping to not go in his room, we'd slip the do not disturb sign on his on his room door every morning. So they never even <laughs> entered his room to see if his bed was made or changed the sheets or anything. So they go up to his room and they, they look and they start pressing on the bed. And at this point, there's like 10 of us in the room watching this whole thing go down. And... <laughs> He goes, isn't that hard? And she goes, this feels like wood. And he goes, yeah. He's like, my back has been killing me for two nights sleeping on this thing. And she's, she pulls off the sheets and she goes, this is a box spring, sir. She's like, this is, this shouldn't be like this. And she goes over to the other bed and lifts up that mattress and sees there's two mattresses on this other bed. What about the guy sleeping on the, like the two mattresses? Because that can't be overly comfortable either. I feel like would have like the opposite effect. He sucked it up pretty good. Like he was part of the whole yeah. prank, and it was just like I've never seen a prank go on for so long and work out so perfectly that you know you're calling hotel lobbies or like coming down to the lobby and doing stretches while you're sitting down in a chair, and like it was like I felt so bad for him after because he definitely didn't get it. But Lundy, maybe maybe go back, maybe after the story shared maybe tell us about your experience with the double box spring prank yeah like i, I want to know about that too because i remember that i think it happened to you like twice and because this is what happens when someone's nice enough for chubbs weekend you basically hosted all the parties here and everyone repaid you by trashing your house and giving you double box spring so like how did did you do like the flop on the bed or did you like how did that work out for you so yeah, it has been, I've been a victim of that prank a couple times. Uh, the very first time I, they got me really, really good. So yeah, I think I was hosting guys over for a barbecue or for, could have been the Chubbs tournament where we just had a bonfire and so we were drinking probably up until 2 a.m. that night. And then we probably had to go off at like 8 a.m. the next morning or 9 a.m. So around 2 a.m. I'm pretty tired and I, all I want to do is go to bed at that point. So like have you guys ever gone like to your bed and then just <laughs> and then just oh, just pancake, just yeah. pancake, just like like just not even jumped on the bed, but just went from straight up to straight down. Like like basically like you jumped out of an airplane. Yeah. 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 So I did that and just thunk. And as soon as like I was smart enough to realize what had happened like immediately, but I hit pretty hard. And so my so I knew what I knew what had happened, but I didn't know who who had done it because unfortunately, I know I, I think everyone of my friends could have potentially done it. I think I need some new friends. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it rhymes with spinnaky, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Anyway, yeah, that that actually hurt that night. But anyway, I ended up switching my matches in box spring, and then I think a few months later they tried the exact same prank after I was hosting a poker game. But this time I was smart enough to 
test the to, to test the the strength the softness of my mattress and so they didn't get me that time but so now i think i'm in the habit of every time i go to bed just uh just to give my old mattress a tap to make sure the mattress is on top so it, it, it is a cruel pr- prank and it could be dangerous but yeah. it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny when you're not the one jumping on the bed it sucks if you are the victim you should never jump on the bed anyways but you gotta invest in locks on on these doors here you know i've had uh, i haven't had no one's ever really messed with my room but i've had uh yeah gotta lock the doors when sometimes if other people are over if you have people over and they think my room's the bathroom and guys are coming in my room with their pants unzipped and i'm thinking (laughs) all right yeah (laughs) i guess i'm part of the party now (laughs) it's it's that type of party ted (laughs) i mean i'm not your type but it's been a while so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i felt bad for that guy coming in i'm just glad you know like sometimes you ever go in the bathroom i'm going on a tangent you ever go in the bathroom and you're like you're in there you're unzipped because you gotta gotta go you're ready to start going i'm glad he did not get to the point of no return or else we'd be steaming the carpets I think I was having a work party and and the bathroom upstairs was in use. So I said to my buddy, yeah, just go downstairs. Use the bathroom downstairs. And I thought he would have been smart enough to figure out where the bathroom is located because it's it's not tough. So he chose the one room where the door was closed and Ted was sleeping at the time. And I don't know what happened after no, that. No, actually, I was just hanging out. Like it was just one of those nights I wanted to be, you know, busy week. Didn't know anyone that was over. So I was like, yeah, they'll do their thing. I'm, you know, well, you're supposed to be outside, I think, and it rained. So yeah. So you came in and, and yeah, and, and it happened more than once. And Finally, I just piled everything I could in. I, a couple people came in, and people were coming in. It's like, man, like they just wanted. Why, to- if the bathroom door is closed, first of all, you should knock anyways as a courtesy. Whether you think it's a bathroom, hey, or when not. you gotta go, you gotta and I go. I just piled stuff up against the door and and went to sleep. But yeah, yeah, they just was, wanted uh, to party with you, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one guy definitely did, but <laughs> at least you know, bring me dinner or something first. So, yeah. but yeah, long story short. Get some locks on the doors, and I think uh, I think I owe Dustin and and a few of my other buddies some some payback pranks. So I got uh, as soon as we can start hanging out again. Watch out! Hey, and uh, time for one of our favorite segments. Uh, Lun, get the pipes ready because we are moving into deer call. Yeah. Okay. I just got to say quickly, listening back to the Paw Patrol deer call and the one you did there, it actually wasn't that different from the baby deer one. I'll tell you what, the deer calls are weird sounds yeah so the more weird i make them the closer i think i'm getting to an actual deer call i i still don't know what a deer call sounds like no, and done, i don't want i don't want you to know i've done like so this. many made up ones that i'm not sure what's true anymore i love how hard you try to not do any sort of prep work for our podcast <laughs> it's a skill well and po then you don't listen after like you're yeah you're you're living the dream thank you very much for the compliments <laughs> Okay, well, uh, Deer Call is brought to you by Andrew Russell and Associates, trusted guides in real estate, helping over 1,500 Central Alberta families buy or sell their home in the last 15 years. Visit them at andrewrussell.ca and tell them Lundy sent you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, that that was better. So shorter is better for oh, yeah. Lund, for, for ad reads. Oh, yeah. If you could keep them to five lines max, that'd be perfect. Yeah, you crushed that, Lundy. I'll give you props. I'm hoping somebody, you know, who hasn't used Andrew or hasn't used a realtor in the past jumps on and uses Andrew because I want to go for some pizza 
and I want to order them some champagne and some beers and I want to help somebody move in. So there's my call out to, to somebody. Yeah, I just want to see the joy on someone's face for buying their first home. Well, that, that too. Or are you are you like hinting at me or is that going to be a long wait? But yeah, I think hey, if you know someone, anyone who's looking to move, refer them to Andrew again, right? The, the new client deal. If they say, hey, Lundy sent me, heard about you on the Oh Dear podcast, you get that deal, which I think is, is pretty good and you get the potential to make four new friends. I mean, if you think about it, you're basically getting four movers for like, what, what do you say? A couple hours? Four movers for a couple hours, free pizza, champagne. I mean, that's got to be worth like a thousand bucks right there. So that's that's quite the deal. So Lundy's sending you. I think you overvalue us as movers. Like it costs a thousand dollars to get you to move a couple pillows and eat pizza. Man, moving companies can be pretty pricey. Well, no, I'm not saying they aren't. I'm just saying your value as a mover would not be that high. Oh, I can move. I can move stuff with the best of them, Ted. All right. Well, hey, hopefully we get the chance to see it. Yeah. Don't forget to check out the Andrew Russell Support Local Spotlight. This time, it's a place called. uh, I don't know if you guys heard of this place, Bows. That's a good joke, Ted. No, we uh, we can't say enough about Bose. Uh, again, Andrew Russell doing a great job with these local spotlights. So make sure you go check it out uh, on Instagram and Facebook as well. He is doing, he's shining a spotlight on local businesses right now when they need it the most, reminding us how important it is to shop local. So go check that out. So moving in now, we did something a little different for Deer Call this time. We're always asking everyone questions and get results. So we want the chance for people to ask us anything, literally anything. Bit of an experiment, see how it goes. If it goes great, we're going to do it more in the future. And hey, we, we got uh, we got some questions here and they are all over the map. So we'll see uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. So this is this one's up for open forum. This is from Kevin Strybosh, the athlete. Of course, he would ask, "Who would win in an arm wrestling contest between the four of you?" I'm not. I'm not very good at arm wrestles, so I, I think it's a unanimous, a unanimous decision <laughs> what this would be. So you guys can just say it, Ted. Ted, <laughs> I'm the single guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I do think it would be Dustin. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'll give this one to Dustin. Yeah, yeah I'll take I'll take one early. But then Koopmans wants to know who would win in a leg wrestling match. Ooh. I think I think Walsh would. Yeah, I'm thinking center Walsh. Of gravity and, you know, like he, he's, I'm Walsh he's too. the first one of us to get back to a gym too. And yeah, that's why I think he, uh, right now you would take uh, Before he started hitting the gym, though, I, don't, I think I might have been able to take Walsh. But right now, I don't I'm going Walsh. Anyway. I'm going yeah, Walsh. I, win. I, got, I have tight hips, so I, that would be difficult for me. Yeah. <laughs> What does that even mean, tight well, hips? It means they're tight. Like, I don't have a lot of flexibility. And I'm sorry I asked. Yeah. I don't know. That's what my belly dancing coach told me before she turned to drugs and alcohol. <laughs> so I... Yeah. My short legs give me good leverage, I think. Kelsey wants to know who Dustin's favorite sibling is. Well, good timing on this. Like, how do you not pick Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Pretty, I'm, if... I'm picking Kyle. Oh, okay. I got. Yeah, I told yeah, you before. I'm gonna. He's riding his coattails. Riding his coattails. <laughs> and I, yeah. so I want to ask. Hope, I hope those are strong coattails, Walsh. What do you guys have that uh, <laughs> like good, good material that can hold Dustin? Yeah, nothing. No. <laughs> okay, Lund, Same question to you though, Heather or Darren. Well, they were born the same day, so they're basically the same person. Pick one, <laughs> uh, Dustin. I love my siblings the same. Um, <laughs> You'd have to put me to death before I would choose between them. I'm just kidding, too. I love Kelsey and Stacey. (laughs) Yeah. Kelsey and Stacey, you got to do a little more. Like, pick it up. Get on a show. Like, get on Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So Joe wants to know, here's just a hey, a great get to know you question. Everyone's favorite country singer and song. For me, it's it's like no doubt Keith Urban. It was before I even liked country. I saw him in concert, fell in love with country music, ended up working in country music and radio. And Keith Urban's still one of the best concerts I've ever seen. And man, Stupid Boy, even though it, he didn't write that song, makes me feel a lot of feelings. And it's still one of my favorite songs ever. So there's there's me. We'll go with uh, Truck Got Stuck by uh, Corblund. Your Just, favorite sibling. Yeah, that, yeah <laughs> my new favorite sibling. <laughs> Uncle Corb. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Corby. I'll go with uh, Fast Cars and Freedom, Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah, for me, uh, I'm going to say Tim McGraw. And uh, a lot of good songs, but one that really sticks out to me, I think, is because I, I think of uh, my now wife, but back when we were just first dating, it seemed to be a song we listened to a lot. Um, something like that, I think, is what it's called, or Barbecue Stain. It's one of those ones. But... Oh, no, you got it right. I was just about to say thank you for not calling it Barbecue Stain. <laughs> well, that's how I used to find it on Napster, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I used to have people call into the radio station. Can you play Barbecue Stain by Tim McGraw? Something like that. No, no, not something like it. Like, we want you to play Barbecue Stain. So. <laughs> Whenever I hear it, I always think back to, like, when we were 16 and first first dating. So, uh Brings back some memories. Another get to know you from Brittany. Are you all born and raised in Red Deer? And if you ever left Red Deer, why did you come back? So I guess I'll start. No, I've been here five and a half years. Love it. Really tried my best. uh, Thanks to the influence of Dustin and everyone he knows to force myself into this community. And if I ever leave it, it's probably going to be for a really darn good reason because I love it here. I was not born here, but raised for sure. Left briefly, well, for a couple of years to go uh, to University of Alberta in Edmonton, but always knew that I wanted to come back. And and me and my wife knew that uh, we wanted to raise our family here in Red Deer because it's just a great spot. So Uh, yeah, I was born and raised here in Red Deer. I uh, lived in Edmonton for a few years while I was going to school, but just I just enjoyed the, the size of Red Deer better compared to those big cities. And I'm born, born and raised in Red Deer, left for hockey to Olds, Phoenix, and then down to Leftbridge for school. You know, my motivation for moving back was friends and family. Both uh, my wife and I's family are here and love the size. Like Lundy said, it's uh, you can't go wrong with uh, the community atmosphere here. All right. And now uh, this is an open one and I'm only going to give one answer, even though I have 30, but Kim wants to know everyone's biggest pet peeve. Easy for me. And you guys know this. I hate when people take things without asking. Like it's, and you know what you guys, I can hear Lund laughing over there because (laughs) it's like, man, I'll offer it. Don't help yourself to beer in my fridge or like, don't God, do not ever take my toast, but it's like, I'll offer it or just say, Hey, can I have a piece of toast? Hey, can I have one of your beers? Like go right ahead. But it's like, like keep your hands to yourself. Like just be courteous. And like, it drives me nuts. And what also drives me nuts is people who come over and they, these guys know who I'm talking about, knowing that they're ready to drink 10 to 15 beer. And they show up with four beer in a plastic grocery bag. And then when they drink their four beer in an hour, Hey, you got any beer? So thank God for door tender because now the excuse is gone and that's how i feel about that uh my biggest pet peeve is just when people complain about things <laughs> <laughs> like just chill out <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be on lundy's team here i don't have any oh yeah right <laughs> welcome to the team dust yeah, I think mine, there's probably a few, but the one that sticks out from more recent experience would be people that say like when they're talking. You know, I was like talking about like, and I was like, 
like and I just oh, and I it. just said it. I know, but it, yeah. it, it's it's fine to say it every once in a while, or you know, to fill the but fill the gap. Four times but in it, a sentence. you know, and it's funny. I was I noticed it the other night uh, when Braden on Big Brother was talking. I knew you were, yeah. And he said it every second word, and I was sitting on the couch cringing. I did. I wanted to stop listening because it just really grated on me. So uh, th- I would say that's an easy one for me. And we all have our filler words. Believe me, you know the ums or lip smacks or whatever. So the the like, I'm with you on all of that. Especially if you've got to edit them out of a podcast. But I, I do, I do think no one here is is really bad for that. So so Dustin's really just gonna stick with his answer. No, we're not letting Dustin off the hook. <laughs> you got to have a pet peeve. And I I figure like what when when a salad comes before a meal is that your pet peeve or what? <laughs> No, if I have to name a pet peeve, my pet peeve will be, and you know, we haven't traveled a whole lot recently, but it's the people who go 105 or 110 in the passing lane to pass a person going 100 in the in the right lane. Oh, Drives elephant me. Elephant races, yeah. Absolutely up the wall. I don't have much road rage, but uh, you know, the 110 or 105 crews in the passing lane is is definitely one of them. Oh, I wonder when Alberta is going to take BC's lead on that and start actually ticketing, because that would be great. You'd make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> this one, okay, I'm going to let you guys answer this with your just your best answer because I don't. But uh, Julia wants to know how or why is Ted still single. I'm going to go with too many pet peeves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably a good one, yeah. Girls probably don't hold their forks right on their dates. <laughs> he spends too much time doing his own hair. Yeah. Hey. Let's keep this going. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, hey, no, I'm pretty... Hey, you know what? I need to know these things, yeah. No, pet peeves, like, sorry for knowing what I like and don't like. Like, you know, you look at Lund. People like Lund. You need to be decisive sometimes, and you need to know what you want and what you don't want. You need to share your toast once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'll be single the rest of my yeah. life if that's the stipulation. And Ted, Ted, I think you're a great guy. I think you're a great guy, and I think that all, all that's holding you back is COVID. Yeah, I'm Team Ted, too. Oh, co- yeah, COVID. It's half COVID, and let's be honest. I can get any girl I want. I just don't want any. Right. So yeah, that question went in a a bunch of weird different ways, but hey, thanks guys. That's, I always, it's always nice to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay actually rattled off a couple questions. Um, We gave her, we gave her two. Well, she's got like five, but they're good. So who has the best hygiene? Well, not Dustin. Why? Your sheets are brown. Well, in all honesty, Dustin. Yeah. Okay. That's hockey equipment. Well, yeah. <laughs> you haven't played hockey in two months. Yeah. I don't know. Does You shaved your head because you didn't want to shower as much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't say I had the best. Yeah. I just was wondering why I got cut off so quickly. Yeah. I would well, I say Walsh. He's always he's always looking pretty sharp. I'll give Walsh credit for that one. Yeah, no, I would say Walsh too. I think I take really good care of my hair, but that's probably about it. So, which yeah, is yeah, is actually Paul wanted to know who has the best hair. Okay, Ted, and, we'll give that one. Well, the, no, like, that one to you. but there's two different answers to this. I think just like I got the wavy curly hair. I think Walsh has the nicest like hairstyle though, because mine is mine. Whenever I do my hair when it's long, it is actually it's a crapshoot on how it's gonna look. So depending on what you mean by best hair or nicest hair i it could go to walsh too walsh just goes back to hygiene like he he gets he gets his hair cut a lot and he's always looking sharp with it where you just kind of let yours flow and you take
take care of it so much. It's like, why are you taking your care of your hair for so long? I haven't seen any of you guys without a hat for like a year. So I don't even know what you look like under there. Hey, Lundy, your cleanliness is adequate just by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. I hear, I, I will say though, being home during COVID and having working right below Lund's shower. Lund not only showers often, but is like the best. Is our Alexa going on upstairs? I must be. All right. <laughs> Alexa, off. <laughs> Maybe someone's trying to break this in. Is, yeah. Well, if someone's trying to break in, let them. They can be a, another guest on the podcast. Got murdered live. I don't know where I was going with that, so I'll cut myself off. But uh, oh, yeah. No, Lund, you are a, a great shower singer and you get yourself oh, amped yeah. up in the morning every day. And I hear, I know Lund's ready to go because I can hear the shower going here. Go, oh, oh, another day. Here we go. I just like, yeah. <laughs> Is that what he says or just, does he actually sing? It's a bit of both. Well, it depends how I'm feeling that day. Yeah, I'll sing. I'll sing well, sometimes. One day he, I thought he was dying. I thought he had COVID because he was like choking in the shower. <laughs> It's probably just, just a rough morning. Just gargling the water and gargling yeah. the shower water. Ah. You guys don't gargle the shower water? Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do for my skill is learn learn a really good shower song and then perform it <laughs> from Uncle Cor perfor- perform yeah. it live in the shower. <laughs> Let's see how many people tune into that. Uh, so here's Lindsay wants to watch the world burn. If there was a vote for most liked host of Oh Dear, who would win? Well, it depends who's voting. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I think it depends what you like. And I, I think through the magic of editing, I think I do lend the most favors. <laughs> just, you're just jealous of all my raw talent and my... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like that's that is a that's a tough one. I know I know I know if my dad's voting, it's not me. Like he doesn't even. I don't even think he's met you guys. Like he he loves you guys a lot. But yeah, I'd go with. Lundy. I wouldn't get his vote. I'd I think it would be. Lundy. Yeah, I'd go with Ryan too. Well, don't that, let it go well, to your head. guys. He's also the least prepared and puts the least amount of effort into this podcast. Hey, but I still show. That up. makes yeah. it even. That makes it the more impressive. Hey, some people, some people are smooth talkers off the cuff and, and that's Lund and that's why we love them too. So when coworker Erin wants to know, because her answer is already obvious that, that it's you too. She wants to know if fame has gone to your head yet. No, no. Cause, uh, I have yet to be recognized like you in the grocery store. <laughs> um, Dustin and Walsh did today too, actually at the market. Yeah. So I haven't, yeah. I guess I'm the only one that hasn't been recognized well, get, outside, outside you don't this get basement. Up off the, yeah, because that's you don't get up off the couch. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do, <laughs> yeah, Ted. To come down to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think Lund has gone to his head. Lund's fame has gone to his head either because, yeah, he, he hasn't listened to the podcast. <laughs> he doesn't know how good he is. He doesn't look at social I've, media. He doesn't use I social listen, media. I listen to the podcast now because you guys are giving me crap for not listening before. <laughs> <laughs> so I've... I've started listening to the podcast. So maybe, yes. And it's actually not bad. The podcast is actually pretty good. So <laughs> keep it up, guys. <laughs> keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was our our dear call. Ask us anything. And thanks to everyone who, who contributed to that. All right. And uh, I honestly didn't think we'd still be doing this, but we're into another round of Dustin versus Lund. And now, Lund, you're down 4-2. You need this one again to, to extend it because you, you're still... You held on last time. You're still in danger of getting your chest waxed. So this is round seven of Dustin versus Lund. Dustin versus Lund is brought to you by Travis Klecki, chartered professional accountant and partner at Swainson Alexander, located downtown Red Deer. Building connections through exceptional service and trusted professionalism, one client at a time. Learn more at swainsonalexander.ca. P.S. My wife gets credit for writing this. Oh, I, shoot. <laughs> I don't think I was supposed to read that last part. <laughs> oh, but you did it by accident and you sold it. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, Jen. <laughs> no, Trav and Jen are, you know, awesome people, community. Once again, huge community people. We've we found that a lot of our sponsors are and, you know, a, a guy who's given back a lot through the Optimus Club in the past and and uh, has a couple kids and, you know, helping us. So if certainly if you don't have an accountant and you're looking for somebody to take care of your affairs, he's he's a guy who can take care of them. And Dustin, I, I would like to know the reason why he decided to be a partner of Odeer. What what did he hear that drove him to contact you and talk about it? Well, he heard the Daw Run story about <laughs> the shortcut I took and the number two I took in the woods. So <laughs> He thought that was pretty funny and we we fired up a text conversation after that and I guess he likes what we're doing and and wanted to show us some support. Didn't want a whole lot back, but uh we want a partnerships not sponsorships, so if anyone is looking for somebody, he's he's your guy. Yeah, and again thanks to Travis, uh, another new partner for us. It's uh pretty cool that that we're still saying that and and hopefully can continue to do so. Moving in now to a huge round of Dustin versus Lund and we're going to start it off the way we always do, Lund. How are you feeling now? Uh, a little nervous, a little unsure. But who am I kidding? I can, I can beat this bum. And Dustin, now you you know what? Again, we are stacking the deck against you a little bit. This one, I think, and looking at this, might be a little more even than you think. So this is, uh, we wanted to do, we did the spelling bee. We thought it was funny. So we reached out. Huge shout out to, to Kathleen, a fourth grade teacher here in Red Deer, who put together a bit of a test for us, a fourth grade test. And you think it's easy, but even looking at this, Walsh, you might agree. It's okay. We did. It's easy when you're learning it, but man, how are you supposed to remember some of this? Yeah, I, I thought the the spelling one was too easy. This one, this is hard. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, thank you, Kathleen. And again, to avoid any copyright infringements, this is our first edition of Does Your Intelligence Match That of Someone in Fourth Grade? It just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Try and sue us for that, Foxworthy. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, we we've got a. <laughs> He might. I, I bet you he listens to this show. So what we did here is Kathleen put together this test for us. It's kind of verbal too. We're not giving you guys a lot of time to answer these questions either. So it is going to be tough. And, uh, you know, we get to the end. Whoever has the most correct answers wins. So uh, Quizmaster Walsh, when you're ready, kick us off. All right. We're going to start off with some mental math here. So for, oh boy, first, here we go. first question. Tom has twenty-four $2 coins. He gives one-fourth of them to Dustin. How much money does Dustin now have? $12. $36. Ryan Lund is right. $12. What was the question? Dustin Dustin got one-fourth of them. So how yeah. much money does Dustin have? Oh. <laughs> so had, we're, we're going to stick with, with Tom and Dustin here. I don't know who this Tom guy is, but, uh, you know, thanks a lot, Dustin, for we thought we were your friends. Tom is now left with three-fourths of the money. What is one equivalent fraction to three-fourths? <laughs> I'll let Dustin go first because you, you didn't look confident there. 75 over 100. Okay, you, you went way, way more than you needed to, but that, that works. Nine-twelfths. And nine-twelfths? Nine yeah. Kathleen gave us a couple answers and neither of them were on here. So you made it hard on us, but you were both correct. So that's 2-1 for Lund right now. Okay. Dustin is going to take the money he now has to buy a milkshake that is $2.49. How much money will he have left over? $9.51. Wow. Good job. Hey, Ted, are you keeping score? Yep. Okay. That is 3-2. Lund so far has a, a perfect score. 
So this is a three-part question. So you can get up to three points for this one. So listen carefully. A cube has how many faces, how many vertices, and how many edges? We're going to give you 15 seconds for this one. Oh my God. I have six, eight, ten. Seven, ten. <laughs> Dustin started to draw a poorly made cube and still didn't get it right. So seven, seven and ten are both wrong. Six and eight are correct. So it's six, six faces, eight vertices, and twelve wow. edges. So that puts Lund up to five two on this one. That's a that is a big one. And math is done. God damn it. On to the science questions. Oh, there you go, Dust. I know nothing yeah. about science. Yeah, Ashley, you better go You're wake up your go wake up your wife. What are the two types of gases found in a landfill? <laughs> oh, come on. Or after a trip to Taco Bell. Methane and octane. Oh, shit. Hydrogen and oxygen. <laughs> uh, Dustin gets one point for methane. The other is carbon dioxide. <laughs> what did you say, Lunt? Hydrogen and oxygen. <laughs> So hey, that's one point back for Dustin. A, a could be a could be a big swing there. It is now five three. This is I, I I bet Walsh didn't know this either. The liquid found in a landfill is called what? I like my answer. Gross. <laughs> Sludge. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a terrible. It's called leachate. Yeah, it's what? impossible. That's, grade yeah. fours are learning that. Yeah, I hey, I remember actually in grade four we made like in a little plastic cup and like with clay and dirt and stuff. Like we made a landfill to see and then put water in it, and you see how much crap like goes into the soil and stuff from it. So, so yeah, I do remember that in grade four. But yeah, that's a tough one. I would have been so impressed if either of you got that. All right, next question. There are six points up for grabs on this question. Oh, oh God! In sixty seconds. Name six simple machines or really any of the basic mechanical devices for applying a force. <laughs> for what? Applying a force. Can Are you, you get... able to give us an example? Yeah, yeah, give us one example and then we'll go for five points. A lever. <laughs> uh... Right, and through the magic of editing, we'll skip that 60 seconds and pen down. Lundy, you go first. <sighs> I have gear, uh, gear pulley magnet. Go ahead, Dust. He got one? I have no idea. Okay, I got... <laughs> I got... I got teeter-totter. <laughs> a crane. <laughs> and a pulley. Pulley is one. Nice. So you both got pulley and that was it. Yeah. Uh, what were the other four? So the answers that uh, Kathleen gave us were wedge, pulley, screw, oh. inclined plane, wheel and axle, and lever. Oh I almost my. wrote down wedge. God. So it's it's six six four now. So you still still got that two point lead. And here's seven points up for grabs here on this one. In sixty seconds. Name the six natural regions found in the province of Alberta. And for a bonus point, name the one that Red Deer is in. Go ahead, Lundy. You're in the lead. I have prairies, tundra, Rockies, Atlantic, Badlands, border. Okay. And and where, what do you think Red Deer is in? Prairies. Okay. You got one point for Rocky Mountains. That's it? <laughs> yeah. So well, Dustin to that's, that's that's, that's, yours, Dustin. So that is seven four currently for Lund. What, what do you got? I got the Appalachian, Tex something, <laughs> Dinosaur Country, Tundra, North, Plains, and Rockies. Oh, Plains. Yeah, so again, and what what is Red Deer in? Plains. 
All right, so that is now it's seven five. You guys both got the same answer right. We'll give you Rocky Mountains. Oh that's, uh, man, that's it was not good. So we have the Canadian Shield. Oh yeah, the boreal forest, <laughs> oh, yeah. foothills. Foot like, come on, foothills, Rocky Mountains, parkland, which is what Red Deer is in. Oh, good luck. And grasslands. I want to know where Lund thinks the Atlantic region of Alberta is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shoot, I was. I thought. I thought we were doing Canada. <laughs> <laughs> border that's why i have tundra in there <laughs> yeah. is that, is that well, what you tundra roll tundra makes sense yeah. Northern Alberta. yeah man that was a okay wow dustin you didn't have the worst answer at something congratulations man i like it so that's seven five this is uh this is a tough one going exactly as as we thought all right so i'm gonna throw a little wrench in this next one it's closest to without going over oh. Oh, prices are yeah, rules. Like that. All right. What year did Alberta become a province? <sighs> Lund, just say one dollar, man. One AD. No, because he's going to say two. <laughs> I said 1905. 1908. Wow. Mr. Lund, bang on 1905. I knew oh. I was close. I just wow. I was worried about going over. Well, I'm, I'm forgetting close. it exactly right. You also, you win the showcase prize and a thousand dollars. Yeah, you don't win anything. Wow. But a point. So now it's 8-5. I'm very impressed by both of you. Yeah. Damn that it. Was, yeah, I was pretty close. Yeah. I, wasn't I was sure thinking was... about going 1867 and just hoping Lund was over. <laughs> yeah, could that could have worked. 8-5 now. But uh, again, we've got, uh, well, hey, there's up to four points up for grabs on this one. So listen carefully. I'm going to give you 20 seconds for this one. What were the names of the two main fur trading companies in Canada? And as a bonus, which one was British and which one was French? So you got to get the first two right to get those bonus points. Do you know both of them, Lundy? No, I just know one. Yeah, me too. Hudson's Bay, French. Yeah, Hudson's Bay, uh, French, Beaver City, <laughs> English. <laughs> so we got, we've got one of the original fur trading companies and one of the original strip clubs in Canada for, for Lund. Uh, you're both right with Hudson's Bay. But you are both incorrect with French. Uh, so it's Hudson's Bay was British, and I didn't know I didn't know this either. The Northwest Company was French. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. And uh, Beaver City, <laughs> Beaver City wasn't one of them. <laughs> so we're it we're should at have been nine six for Lund. Yes. Okay. So last question. This is worth a potential four points. What is the definition of an adjective, and can you give three examples that pertain to yourself? An adjective is a describing word. Funny, happy, sweating. That's four points. So Dustin takes a 10-9 lead. So you better get this right, Lund. Adjective is a describing word. God damn it. Smart, sexy, cool. <laughs> now, we, we, now, Walsh and I maybe have to debate if you, like, yeah, you got an adjective right and you use the words right, but are those describing words of both of them? I would say yes. Yeah. I think I nail all three. Yeah. All right. Damn well, it. Lund. Woo! You getting nervous? You getting nervous, Morrissey? Oh, pressure's on you next week now. 4-3? Four, 4-3, three? Four, three, yeah. buddy. Hey, but no matter what, whoever wins, we're going to go celebrate at Beaver City. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Beaver City. So, so, <laughs> was, hey, I, that was the name of the, the first uh, 
commune to set up in Canada was called Beaver City. Why wouldn't it be, man? They're trading beaver pelts left and right. I'm going to go to Beaver City and pick up my beaver pelt. Where would you guys rather go? Hudson's Bay Company or Beaver City? <laughs> if you're in the market for some beaver pelts, you're going to check out Beaver City. Yeah, but if I want like some nice Team Canada mittens. Ted, we're talking about back in the 1800s here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Expert. <laughs> beaver <laughs> City know? was where it was at. That's where everything was going down. If it wasn't, then maybe we should start was, a Beaver so City and Beaver see what City happens. Was Beaver City in the Atlantic region of Alberta? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in the Boreal Forest. Oh, man. The Boreal. Like, yeah. I honestly can't say I would do much better at that test. So good on you guys. Thank yeah. you again, Kathleen. We're, we're going to do that again for Grade sure. That, four. Was, that was a lot of fun. So yeah, 4-3 lead, Dustin. You know what? I think we're, we are going to do something, though. We're going to make sure the next two are, are pretty, basically going to be a coin flip. So we'll do a little more than just a coin flip. That would, that would be easy on Walsh and I to plan, but there we go. That is 4-3. Lund, you did it. Back in it, baby. And hey, that as always, that pretty much closes out the show. So thank you again to our episode sponsor, Doortender. Thank you to Troy for coming on the show. Uh, thank you again to all our sponsors and, of course, uh, our presenting sponsor, Bose Bar and Stage. I hope uh, everyone's got a chance to go in there once or twice safely, of course. And, and just like all the other places around Red Deer, uh, they're all being safe. So when you can, follow the rules, go in and, and show them some love. And, and before we go to our final remarks, again, just a reminder to follow us on, on all our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at oh Dear Podcast. We have a ton of fun, as we always say, interacting. And uh, yeah, I guess every now and then we, we, we make a good post. So with that, uh, to the three of you for your closing remarks well uh this is a lot of fun again uh hopefully we can keep it up and uh looking forward to getting out and uh enjoying some patio beers in the next month or two yeah i'd echo that uh, ryan i'm hoping that sooner rather than later we're able to all get together in person and and uh record when we're all in the same room rather than just you two yeah i think you know walsh nailed it uh, it'll be really fun and and hopefully we can take this podcast and and our social media channels to the next level when we're able to do all that stuff and come up with some cool content content creator i think brooke called it a few episodes back and and just one other shout out to my brother and and anyone who hasn't watched big brother before throw it on your pvr and if you got nothing to do throw it on in the background it's it's pretty addicting and and let's show some love to some some red deer people here and uh, that's it, guys. We made it through another episode, number seven in the books. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us. And that one is a little bit longer than normal. Uh, hopefully, it's good enough to justify going a little bit long. And you know what? Maybe the, the little bit extra is good because it's going to get you through the extra week. We are taking an extra week off after this episode. So you're not going to see episode eight until the end of March, beginning of April. You know what? I'm we're just going to get our life back together a little bit. Enjoy the extra time. And you know what? Hey, maybe you need a break from us too. And if not, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. So with that, for Kevin Walsh, Dustin Moore, Ryan Lund, I'm Ted Emmett. It's time to make like a tree and get the hell out of here.